There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Good morning, everybody. Hello there. Welcome to Tuesday. It is 545. This is the morning sickness. My name's John Holmberg. How are you? There's Brady. There's Brett. There's Toledo. Another day safe from the goons, and we move forward hoping that we can get through this one, too. Uh, it is a, it's, it's, it's raining out there. It's pretty awesome. Nice morning. So uh, give yourself some moments to think about uh, the other idiots there was a car facing the wrong way heading north on the 51 it was it was facing south as i came to work i go south on the 51 and i was driving by it there's just a guy standing out there with something in his hand holding it up and the car's facing the wrong direction and i'm like man is that like your stomach just turned it was on the other side of the road and my stomach just went oh you don't like seeing cars facing the wrong direction on the freeway at all at all had lunch with a buddy about oh. five days ago, and just over the Christmas, when it was the roads were wet, yeah. someone hit him on the side. It was right on the fifty-one, and next thing you know, he's spinning, oh. and he ends up on the wall, on the, the way uh, over on the carpool lane, yeah. facing the other way, and cars or headlights are yeah. heading at him. He's like, it's just so surreal. It's you can't do anything about it, and he spin, spins around, but his cars. Swiped pretty hard yeah. on that side, and the- everything's slippery because we got all that oil, and it's been so hot and all that. So the roads are you got some spots that are you know got that the new stuff they say won't get slippery, but it's still slippery. Yeah, I had my ex girlfriend uh, slash ex wife turned into a wife was getting on the I ten once off of the Seventh Street entrance, and uh, in a Ford Taurus, like these things are twenty thousand pound cars. <laughs> they were just the thickest giant, and. It, uh, for some reason, hit something in the road and made a little move and started to spin, spun all the way across all one of the six lanes. Yeah. All the way across twice, two big spins. Uh, a guy we work with at the time named Jim Wilson was the car behind her and said, just watched her car kind of fishtail and go whoop, whoop, and just spin all the way, all the way through rush hour traffic, didn't touch a thing. Was Face, it watching Fast and Furious or something? It's exactly. Jesus. It was like, yeah, it was like Tokyo Drift right there, <laughs> all the way across facing the wrong way. And then uh, had enough space because that was back before, I think, they had the big centers. It was all dirt. Could turn around oh, yeah, right yeah, back yeah, on yeah. the road. And she's not a religious person. She said, I drove to a church just to sit in it for a minute. <laughs> and I'm like, ah, that's pretty good. <laughs> Horrifying. So be careful. The roads are slippery. And it doesn't take much to pit maneuver you and have you start spinning down the street. I discovered this morning that my, my Jeep Whitey uh, needs Brady and... Brett's mechanic, uh, mechanical hands once again. Let's maybe. do this. The windshield wipers are bad. B&B. I, got a, I got two wings now. I'm ready to roll. B&B mechanics. Yeah, you two. Uh, I'll give Brady a footstool this year, and uh, we'll try to change my windshield wipers again. It's been, I mean, you got to remember that that was 2021 when my black windshield wipers went out. The white ones haven't been changed since before that, so you guys have your work cut out here. But they're not floppy. They just don't do anything. They just smear the water around, and I started laughing because... Look, I look forward to having bad windshield wipers. For those of you who don't know, Brett and Brady tried to change my windshield wipers after laughing at me <laughs> smugly. Both of them with their looking at each other with their 
this guy, Mr. Not Handy, just got to pop it. Where we discovered Just Fix It, uh, which was we needed to hire a guy who makes us all gay. I will get this. And uh, Mr. Mechanic over here and Mr. Big Mouth over there like, it's nothing to it. Brady could barely reach the windshield wipers from the side of the car, and it became <laughs> the greatest meme for a while ever. And Brett just struggled, saying it was because he had a broken hand. One hand. I was. I had a broken but what wing. was never said before was, I can't reach it. Well, it's going to be a struggle for me because of my broken hand. Never once while you smugly operated your big yaps. I thought it was obvious when I was in a cast, for <laughs> okay. Christ's sake. But the, the, in a, you, you didn't say when I'm like, well, then you change it. Like, if call change it, it'd take me five minutes. I never once heard the cast is going to play a major role in me not being able well, to do Well, I'm never going to do that. Yeah. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> and the two of you stood out there and struggled the exact same way I did. And keep in mind, I had just had surgery three weeks earlier and only used my left hand to try to change those windshield wipers. You know, I get all this. I was just trying to help out. I've never well, done terrible job. Yeah, look, if you're trying to help an old lady across the street and you keep knocking her down on the sidewalk, you're not really doing anything. Old lady, lady walk I am outside the line. Trying to help you and you keep falling over. Stop pushing me, you prick. I'll do it. Get somebody who knows where the road is. <laughs> I went to the Suns game last night in Waymo down there. I'm loving the ghost car. Can't get enough of it. Woo. I know. Mr. Richie. Yeah, $20. It was $20. Now, here's the other thing. It's $40 to park downtown. So 20 going, 24 coming back. It was a $4 difference, and I didn't have to deal with anything. It was awesome. Here's the problem I had with last night's Waymo, and this is just a mental block. With, with the driverless car in the rain, I'm... And you got to, when you get in a Waymo, it knows where pedestrians are by little white dots on the map that's in the car. And I mean, this thing is dead nuts accurate with where they are and what's good. They're just little white, you know. Do you try to figure out all the, you know, a lot, you learn a lot from the screen? No. Watching that up front? Every or? little blue rectangle is a car. And if you drive by a car lot, the parking lot, it'll identify is mapped them. out as all cars. I don't know, I don't know how they've done this. I marvel at it. So I'm in the car yesterday, going to the Suns game. I'm by myself in the back seat, loving every second of it. I'm on the phone with Fitz, who's called me yesterday. I'm on the phone with Fitz, and uh, we're chatting away. There's nobody in the car. I can say anything I want. Yeah, maybe they record the conversation. Oh, well. And I'm, you know, I'm cussing. I'm inappropriate. I don't care. It's it's like having your own, like, private little you know, conference cone, room. cone of conference. Yeah, yeah, you get this cone of silence. You can you conference in anything. Going nuts sitting there. And as I'm kind of paying attention halfway there, it's raining pretty good. I realize Waymo doesn't use its windshield wipers. And I can't see out the car now. Because it doesn't need them. It doesn't to. need them. That's right. Wow. And it was driving about about that. me insane. They never have to change them. No, I was driving. Yeah, I should have stolen them. I was, it was <laughs> driving me nuts. Sitting in that car and that the winch and we're at a light and it's just the windshield is useless. Like you can't see out of it at all. And I'm like, please, if anyone can hear me at Waymo, click a button, turn these windshield because if I touch anything by the steering wheel, the whole thing goes, you know, pulls over and tells on you and never. It's like you want to reach please, across and turn them on. Just yourself. turn them on. Yeah. Just go, just clear the window. I need to be and you don't realize even as a passenger how much you need to see out of that thing. But then I started thinking. Could you imagine that if, they, yeah. if it's like those bathrooms where you close the door and the glass goes whoop, yeah, it's, black, yeah, it goes and they dark. do that in the car? Well, eventually, they don't Might need windows well. at all. You yeah. You'll just need the, the map. The big screen will be the window. You oh, don't I need, guess we're here. Yeah, it, it is. Uh, that's like being on the submersible, though. I mean, you and Patel <laughs> yeah, are going to be on the little, submersible. You can't see anything. You feel so claustrophobic. 
Because there's not, but you know how they have the new, uh, like the rear view mirror that are cameras and yeah. not mirrors anymore. Mm-hmm. I, I, why wouldn't you make your windshield that? It's just going to be a camera outside the whole time. They, and that shows I, think about map. it, they have it on a couple of movies where it's just all. Right. You're, it's, it's high a, def screens on the yeah. car. And you can watch a movie, you can do whatever. It's a screen. It has not, they don't need the windshield. Now, the Waymo on the way back for some reason, windshield wipers the whole way. Like, that's interesting. Somebody turned those on because there's no possible way the Waymo cares. It doesn't. It was weird. And, and there's little subtle things that like that. That might have the upgrade where it, uh, water hits the windshield wipers. It's it, the same car. They're all the same car. It's not like they're just picking randomly. They're all that uh, that low-level Jaguar SUV. All the same. Exactly. You get in one, you can't tell it from the other. They look the same inside. They're all built the exact same way. I don't know. Windshield wipers were on on one. And the other one didn't, and I was it was it was weird. Like you want it to be something, and it's just not. I keep you know, and now the the one that I was in had the the driver's seat was mashed all the way up to the steering wheel. Gives you all sorts of space in the back. Like this is just it. It gets weirder every time you get in. So now I'm I'm gonna I can't wait until they're allowed on the freeways. I want to be the I want to be the meta test dummy because they're about to start going on freeways without a driver. Come get me. I'm more than in. And it's grown this weird little, like, attachment to it. Like, you don't know what to do when you get out. You, do you, you, do thank you pat it, it on the yeah, back? I give it a thank That's you. A good, yeah, good, good thanks. job. Thanks, Waymo. Great work. Now, can you turn the radio on and stuff? Oh, yeah. It's got, oh, its, okay. own, it's got its own music system. Now, that I complain about because it's its own music system. You can't go, like, radio, local radio. You can't do any of that. You can't stream your own phone No, or it's got its... Oh. Well, you can, but then you got to hook up your phone to it not like oh, with okay. wireless and yeah, bluetooth yeah. and there's a little qr code you can do it it's just like ah just give me so it's got like top 40 rock whatever oh, okay. it's got its own but they don't play it's all their i don't know that they've got that system down because the music that they're playing are like it's garbage like it's really not good music but that's fine you can figure it out on your own you can you can tie your phone to it if you're in it enough i didn't do it but it's the, the windshield wiper thing so weird so then i started thinking it's just eventually going to be a, 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 a tank with no windows. It's going to be the EM50. Yes, you don't need it. And then if you want, you can hit a button. It'll say, here's what's going on around the outside. Click another button and you're immersed in, in video screens and whatever technology you choose to watch. I would like to, I like to watch the, the map that it does, all the little cartoonish old video game type stuff. And then there's Waymo. There's your car. It's the coolest technology in the world. Waymo, you should be paying me. I won't shut up about you, and, I, and you're going to take over the world. And I love it. And then I started thinking, I wonder what one of these would cost to have one of your own. Yeah, tricked out. Yeah, you, tr- you get all the, the you know aftermarket Waymo bits and just jam it on your car and go. Because I'll tell you, there's not much better than just letting the car go, having nobody in there with you. Oh, it's so great. Waymo is amazing. Amazing. And that was the thing. The windows fogged all, you know, and couldn't see out. Yeah. Gilbert Goons could have been there. I, I, I got to keep my eyes open for them. Gilbert Goons and the people that emailed yesterday and the little Facebook account that made it its, its way down to our, our scared sales staff. And uh, uh, Brady's wife saw it on the East Valley um, Concerned Moms thing. And then last night, Brett and Brady, I was at the Suns game, but Brett and Brady watched the town hall meeting that the chief of police didn't show up for, that the uh, the, the family of the, the poor, poor kid who's uh, you know kind of been the the poster child for this nightmare, uh, which is the, the saddest part, is that all the attention's gone away from this Preston Lord kid and a bunch of Gilbert moms are saying, but what about me? My child is sad. Uh, and they had their meeting last night, and you said it was kind of like, okay, this is... Like, it was, it was, 
It was Say kind it. of a stroke job. It was just a bunch of just a bunch of talking heads. I mean, like me and Batman, we were texting on the on the uh, on messenger not the real Batman. not the real Batman, yeah, but our uh, famous cops. Yeah. yeah, you know what I think. And <laughs> you know, he he said the same thing. You know, it's. It was just a bunch of parents up there bitching about this, that, and the other thing. Yeah. They didn't have one teenager up there, whether they're in it or not in it. Right. And, you know, it seems like it came down to this has been a problem for a while, but now that it's in Lily White Gilbert, yeah. Yeah. now now it, the, the world's coming to an end. Now it's a thing. But yeah. before that, you, you, like we've talked about, you go to Maryvale. It's constant. You go to Glendale. You right. go to Surprise. You know, this is happening well, all over the place. But saying the wrong thing now, to the Gilbert moms right now because they're on a look at me mission that uh, and again i remember when i was in high school when a kid would get beat up they'd ask you like is this a problem my parents would be like that and it's like and and you want to be there's a fear of missing out there's a fear of not being involved so you say oh yeah you know i see i see fights all the time you, you don't you seem like a fight you want kids will start saying i'm i'm just i'm susceptible to this as well you hear one kid say, oh, he's in a gang, and the next thing you know, you've got gangs all over the place. Kids are idiots. They they accelerate stories. And parents in Gilbert are now listening to their kids going, you know, I understand there's some teen violence. Are you feeling threatened? And the kid's going to be like, if I say no, I don't get special attention. Yeah, of course I'm feeling threatened. I, there's, I, I've seen 25 fights. Oh, my gosh. And then you have to realize that kids are wrong almost all the time. They exaggerate a ton of stuff. Yes, have you seen a fight in high school? Probably. Probably doesn't mean it's you know ramped up to the point where everybody's got to do something. So we've been making the point here. And I've been screaming it like it. You don't care about teen violence. You care about your teen violence. You care about, and that's fine. That makes tons of sense to me. But let's not dismiss it like you just invented crime to where Channel Two. I love that Channel Twelve did this. Great job, Channel Twelve. Let's talk to these these people and make a big stink out of it. Meanwhile, my people, the ones that I've been talking about the whole time actually showed up to this town hall from maryvale from yeah. glendale from everywhere else the one guy that stood there with a picture of his kid that brady said and i looked at it online was like my kid got killed a year and a half ago, year and a half ago. haven't heard a thing i don't live over in gilbert i live in an area that they don't have any leads they don't talk to you that's not the police it's just where i live i got the email for, i got, wait until you read the email when i read this to you what this is a perfect example of when you disturb a beehive and the bees don't understand that if they just calm down, nothing bad's going to happen. They've lost their minds because, the, and I've and there's a lady that's lost her mind. She listened to and thank you by the way, ma'am. You listened to KUPD all day yesterday, evidently, and I think that's great. And she was writing down our advertisers on online, saying everyone contact our advertisers. Scott, I'll tell you, I don't, I won't tell you who it was, but they got contacted yesterday and made the lady even more mad. Going, dude's a friend of mine. Go. F- he didn't, do, he didn't even come close to doing what you're saying. Yeah. And so, and I don't know if this is the lady that called him, but somebody did. And, and he's like, that's ridiculous that I got that call. And I'm like, of course it is. Nobody over there, and rightfully so to a certain degree, wants to hear you're overreacting. They think that they're changing the world. Uh, and then so then you get the people from Maryvale going, this is a day-to-day problem in Maryvale. Yeah. So you guys, think, you guys seem to think that this is good. I hope you, like I said yesterday, I hope you solve teen violence. Goon, goon and mothers. that's kind of what they're I saying. I hope you solve like, well, it. Well, now that that voice is heard, we could use a little help. Let's let's yeah. all pull together. Yeah, if you're looking to so- stop teen violence, it's been going on in other cities a lot. You're in it to make sure that you and And again, it's the way things are built. They've got a lot of money over there. There's some influence in that neighborhood. 
I remind you all, Gilbert, you were the you were the house of Jeff Flake. Uh, you've been unaware of what your little privileged kids have done for a long time because N-Word Killer 1 was Jeff Flake's son's code name on Xbox. And, a, and uh, the senator who was in it, you know, for you, had no idea his own son was doing that. You don't know what your kids are up to half the time. There were parents don't believe them. from uh, Cave Creek on the on the panel, on, and they mentioned the part that it took me a while. The dad was saying to to get my son to show me his phone. Right. Um, oh, yeah. And he goes, that's very important because I had to uh, kind of earn that way. I was a, more of a hard ass on the kid. Right. And, but he would show it to his mother, no problem. He was just worried about the right. repercussions, what happened. Now we can openly, you know, if there's something that went down in school, he'll show the Snapchat. And he says, all parents should be involved on that phone. Of course. And that phone, by the way, is your phone because you pay for it. Take some things away from them. No, we can't. I know. That. They can't not have screens. Yeah. They, that's the babysitter. Then I have to do more. Uh, and then I got one for President John showed up yesterday. We haven't talked to President John in a while. Just wondering about him the other uh, last night. Yeah, we asked a couple days ago. And he goes, hey, Holmberg. Because that's how he starts everything. That's how, that's how when I read his emails, when I hear him talk, it all hey, Holmberg. When we met him that time, first oh, thing, yeah. hey, yeah. Holmberg, I'm President John. Uh, he says, Holmberg, I'm from Maryvale and still live in Maryvale. Them sexy white moms can hire us to go in there and handle these goons. <laughs> he goes, uh... Uh, he goes, it's, uh, he said, these Gilbert moms need to know there's kids beating each other up. Uh, it's now a problem for them. Here in Maryville, people get robbed, drive-bys. They sell dope on the corners, dope smoking, that same corner. Now that's a problem. Tell them to come to 27th Avenue for a few nights. These Gilbert goons will seem like they're just playing around. <laughs> and it's true. We've been saying that the whole time. I don't think it's a good thing that Maryvale has a huge problem. But everybody turns a blind eye to it. This is a what about me situation. I'm saying you're acting hysterical. Calm down. Talk to your kids. Get in their phones. Get in their iPads. And don't believe them when they tell you. I'm, I'm constantly. You said that there was one guy whose kid had to move schools three times. He's being picked on. He's been in violence. This, it was kind of tough. You know what I'm talking about? The one father that um, oh, I love he was stuff. in the panel and he said he was basically breaking down how it happened. And he got, yeah. you know, the kid got jumped. First of all, he's a, a swimmer. And, and he's from North Phoenix swimmer. somewhere, yeah. Right. And uh, then he got attacked a second time, so they moved him to school, and then he gets attacked at the, sc- at the other the new school. school. And the whole time I'm wondering, like, is I don't a... know if people just get randomly attacked. <laughs> right. Something has happened. You know. There's a trend here. They do have but, a statistic that says a man is attacked every 13 seconds. Maybe that's what they mean. Maybe it's that guy. Maybe when they say a man is attacked, they're not saying generally that there's one individual man that's being attacked every 13 seconds in a temp. If, the, if you the, get beat up in three different locations, you're doing something wrong. You're yeah, looking at people funny. Something's got to be happening. Yeah, you're um, saying something somehow. wrong. Somehow, I, I, I believe personally, you can get attacked once. Oh my goodness! If I get attacked a second time, random, like you can't believe this is happening. Am I doing something wrong? The third time, I have to reassess how I handle myself. If I'm randomly attacked three times in three different locations, maybe it is just wild misfortune. But for the most part, I'm thinking, I'm looking at people funny. I shouldn't be wearing this you shirt anymore. Even the people that uh, every once in a while you see a guy, I'm like, man, how does this guy not get attacked? Just yeah. by his right. looks. Oh, yeah. Uh, punchable they faces. They don't get attacked. Yeah. The guy, in Hollywood, they cast you based on punchable face. That dude, James the, Wood. James I mean, that Woods guy. <laughs> was never going to get the role no. as the dude everyone loves. The guy who played Percy in Green Mile, the second he got on screen, you're like, oh, 
he's the bad guy in the movie. I don't like Percy at all. Just because of his face. Punchable faces are very real. The, you know, the quote of the night has to go to the guy from the NAACP who's basically said, you know, he's like, this is a daily problem yeah. in my neighborhood over there in Maryvale yeah. and stuff, just like President John right. saying. But he goes, you know, everybody's all on the Internet. We call it the Internet because people get on the Internet and nut up. <laughs> and ah, I was like, oh, the crowd. Standing oh. ovation. Yeah, yeah, right. the day, right there. Oh, I'm sure he's getting oh. emails. I'm sure he's getting emails from that crazy Mom, who evidently oh, yeah. wants to stop teen violence, but she's easily distracted and can listen to KUPD all day and change her change her mission from stopping teen violence to getting me fired, which is hilarious because that was her goal yesterday. It went from teen violence to get Holmberg fired. Uh, Sheriff Mark Lamb talked about last night, uh, like, you want to talk about bullying you guys with your emails and your nonsense when you don't get your way. And here's a perfect... Take, take a look at my... Perfect example of the hysteria. And who we should really be yelling at is Channel 12. Uh, the news channels, the radio stations that won't shut up about how your kids are about to get killed because they go to school and they're going to die at school if they go there. The, the ones who are stirring the hysteria. Listen to this, dude. Didn't leave his name. Again, keyboard nut up. Yeah. The email is a made-up Gmail on the spot. Uh, sir, it starts. I do not know your show. I've never heard of you. But I will be taking action for the things you're saying about harming kids. How does he know? Which I'm well. I'm sure it went on that website. The lady told him I've been talking about beating up kids, which I never have. I moved to Gilbert years ago because it was safe, and now it's a crime-covered mess, just like the area you probably live in, uh, and think is great. We don't want big city issues here. We don't care if our area is diverse. You seem to think kids being beaten up regularly is part of life. Just get used to it. Let me say it isn't, and that's why we're standing up, protecting our area from the unwanted elements. So take your. This is what I got a couple of so, so take your Biden-loving liberal, this is white privilege comments and keep them to yourself. I read here on this thread that you're a stern wannabe. Ready? Now, right there, I'm like, okay, guy's got an opinion. He thinks I didn't say certain things. He's mis- He's been misled, but that's fine. I understand you want to stand up for your hood and you want to make sure you don't have crime anymore. This is where these people always lose me. Right there, I was fine with them up to this next line. Now, let me turn this up so I can get my beep right. Uh, It says here, I I read here that you're a stern wannabe, and from the sounds of it, you've nailed the liberal Jew piece of (laughs) part. Bravo, sir. (laughs) Anti-Semite pile of garbage. (laughs) You know what I'm more offended by? You think I'm a Biden supporter. That guy's an idiot. (laughs) I don't like Biden at all. I'm sure he's listening right now, though. Uh, I guarantee you. So welcome aboard, dude who keyboard muscled up. Just but, going off the last name Holmberg. Of course right. he is. He's a That's Jew. Right. And yeah. this is the second out loud time this has happened to me where I got a little upset when they called me a Jew. And that makes me the bigot because I'm like, I'm no Jew. And they're like, wait a minute. Why am I upset about that? It has nothing like because I'm not. And it makes me upset that you threw a slur at me that I'm not. At least hit me where it where you like get to know me is what I'm saying. You know, that, that email just gave me more civic pride living in Gilbert. Yeah. Oh, no. Gilbert you know? is, yeah, Gilbert, look, you live amongst that. That's a yeah. huge part of Gilbert. Is, the diversity factor is not really welcomed in. Don't even get me started on the thing I'm not talking about, which is there's a big chance the Mormon church is in on this and hiding some of the, the stuff and helping out 
with their influence on making sure some of the arrests aren't really flying around. I personally, that is the reason I'm not really spewing about that is because that's kind of my personal, like, ah, Gilbert, yeah. the church is in on this. There that's, we go. Yeah. That's the, and the, that I have no proof of. Big so. problem. Scientologists after right, right, you. Now right. the Mormons are going to be after you. I, I personally believe that they're in on it with influence and things like that, but I don't have any proof of it. That's just me spewing and speculating. So I keep away from that being like my main stance on this deal. But that Gilbert Goons thing's gotten into hysterics. And this dude calling me, uh, the, I mean, it's a, I, I'll give him this. Hilarious. I, I, I'm, I'm not a stern wannabe, but people will always say that. And, and thanks, by the way, if you think that I'm uh, I'm similar to the world's greatest broadcaster of all time, I appreciate that. You know, that's nice. I'm not a wannabe, but uh, if he's if he's what you hear when you hear me and you hear similarities, I guess that's a great thing because that would be like telling somebody, hey, you play a lot like Ryan Sandberg when you're a baseball player, and that's a compliment. So. <laughs> but I'm not a, a I'm not a liberal Jew piece of maybe the piece of part you could uh, make arguments for but i'm not a liberal jew so take that back i remember the golf tournament that time that that dude did that and that the i forget what company was there but they were there and we had the heckle hole that i wasn't part of and the comedians were uh it was jimmy wisman was a guy yeah and then uh we were just you know and it wasn't you, as jimmy i wasn't there anymore i was there this before i took over the heckle hole because i, I couldn't trust it uh, with people, I wasn't sure what was going on, and they were drinking too much, and then it was getting into like fist fights. So nobody knew how to take the joke because there were people you didn't need joking with you that didn't know how to heckle. They just knew how to harass, which is totally different. So the heckle hole was uh, was getting out of hand, but not terribly, and not yet. So I'm standing next to a giant inflatable of my head, which is mostly nose, and these guys come around the corner. Now, at the time at the golf tournament, I was just sort of a greeter. I was the host of the thing and being nice to everybody. I said, hey, welcome aboard, blah, blah, blah. Uh, so I'm not doing any heckling yet. I was leaving that to the comedians. And then the drunk staff was getting involved in that and doing stupid stuff. Guy walks up. He's an older guy. And he's got a friend who's in a turban in the cart. And he goes, hey, that uh, hole two holes ago, that was inappropriate. Bull. <laughs> this man over here is a Sikh. He's a peace-loving, beautiful man. And those guys over there were saying, you know, uh, he hit that like the World Trade Center and like all this terrorist stuff and thing. And I'm like, all right. I said, look, it's the heckle hole. Every he goes, I I took I got teased for being fat and, and my friend got teased for being old, but that man didn't deserve any of that. And he's you know he's he's probably going to talk to some management. I'm like, well, I'm sorry if he didn't know what was going on in this tournament. That's one of the things that there's kind of a no holds barred thing. And hopefully they didn't. I said, I know for a fact nobody racially slurred him with words, but yeah, there were probably some turban jokes. And if he's uncomfortable, I'm trying to calm it down a little bit. And the guy says, uh, he goes, we want to meet him. I'm like, yeah. I said, I said, hey, and I walked over and he goes, it was inappropriate. And he talked. And I said, look, I'm sorry that you were offended. I said, Maybe this isn't the right tournament for you. We we definitely lose our minds on a few holes. And it's a drinking dance. If you know the show, you know, there's no malice. Nobody's trying to be mean. And the guy said, who the hell are you, by the way? And I point to the big inflatable in my head. And I'm like, actually, Holmberg's morning sickness. I'm Holmberg. And this is. Uh, you know, the Holmberg's heat stroke open. So it's kind of my, oh, you're the Jew running this thing. And I'm like, yeah, that's that. <laughs> he turns the guy in the hat and he goes, this is the Jew that's uh, in charge of everything. And I'm like, well, first off, no, it's not. And second, no, I'm not. And then I got pissed that he called me a Jew. And I'm like, why am I mad at that? Were you looking for Larry? Well, what, yeah. where? Wait a minute, where's Larry? <laughs> we do have one of what you're talking about. But I was mad that the... I didn't have any fight back because if I started to scream, I know Jew, that, that makes me look worse. Yeah. But wait a second. Said, wait a second, I'm not Jewish. And that wasn't why I was mad. I was mad because he threw a racial thing at me that didn't even apply. 
was kind of helpless to it. Like, I don't mind if I, if I was Jewish, it would bother me ten times more, but I'm not. So it was like, now you're just, now you're just taking swings for no reason. And you're, you're a mad. Sikh. You're supposed to be peaceful. Well, he didn't say it. It wasn't oh, a yeah. Sikh. It was yeah. the fat guy. But they were upset at the racial tension, and then and then I started to laugh. I'm like, "Are they joking? Are they? Was this all just a, an elaborate?" They... Nope, they were not. He was very upset. He still called me a Jew. So I just laughed, and I'm like, "Well, you've lost the plot. I don't have to listen to you anymore." Just like uh, you know, keyboardmuscles at gmail dot com that just emailed over that. Why I'm do a... they want to force him in this? Well, they had they were the second part of a foursome with a client that loves us. Invited. So four dudes that had, and they should have had somebody who knew the show in their foursome. And they didn't. It was like a dad, the a father of one of the guys. They, it, it was a weird. <laughs> there's, there's bound to be one. Right. And one of the dudes that was kind of an investor in the company. Yeah. So there are four people ahead of them that were loved, loved us. And then they brought their father and dad got a guy and they bought two foursomes. And the second foursome was, you know, my dad's in the foursome with his Sikh friend and this other guy. And they were nice people. Until that, they like just wow. We were just, they were just there to play golf. They didn't know they didn't want to get squirted with a with Brit's tomato sauce gun or you know they didn't want any of that. They, they just wanted to go golf. They that was one of the things that was removed from the uh, the heckle hole, the super soaker. Or well, whatever. that was that was when it was just a harassment <laughs> hole, and that had to end. So I now it's just me and a, hopefully a comedian or somebody, and we go and. In the Hooters girls, and I make the Hooters girls say it, and they're hilarious. I make them say horrible things to people, and try to just break down the rest of the group waiting. And we've we've been very successful, but it's never like it's never you know, hey, you know, towelhead. We're not throwing those bombs at people. <laughs> well, you're not. He's throwing I mean. bombs. He's throwing bombs all the time. <laughs> but no, it's uh, yeah. So I I always laugh at these situations. Yesterday down so oh. The, and Scott, the bot, Taylor, he's a robot who works here, a uh, Mormon robot. And he wandered. He goes, oh, you had to do it yesterday. My wife is one of the people who's like really like she's in on this whole thing. I'm like, I, she's fine. She's just frenzied up right now. She'll calm down the second Postinos has a new menu. They'll be fine. <laughs> Once they get new menu items, they're, they're, and it's amazing to watch their their targets change. A new charcuterie board. Now, you should stay hyper vigilant and focused on your goal of ending teen violence. You're not going to, but stay on it. And the second someone says something you disagree with, don't go emailing them, telling them that they're assholes or Jews. For God's sakes, Gilbert, what's wrong with you? Or I'm going to put stay you on, on target, business. right? And that, yeah. And then you want to talk about bullying. These people that didn't like that I disagreed with how they're acting just made stuff up about me, went on Facebook, made things, and I found it hysterical, wrote down all of our advertisers, told their friends to call the advertisers, a couple of them probably did, and they just give me more attention, and then they they lost the plot. They completely focused in on me. Mark Lamb made a great point yesterday. It's like, you you bully anybody that doesn't agree with you and then say, stop bullying. You're not making any sense. Yeah. Calm down. Yeah, calm down. Don't listen to Gatos over at KTR, who's... Off the rails. Lost his mind. He, he thinks everybody in Gilbert's going to die. Don't watch the news. As much as I like everybody at Channel 3, they, they lead with it. They start telling you that you're all going to get beat up at school. and you're, They're not. It was like when I lived in Arcadia. One of the reasons I left Arcadia was because that elementary school that was I used to remember I'd talk about it like they took backpacks away from the kids now it's like a little airport everybody leaving has these little strollers and they're like because their spines are developing and it's not a good idea to put weight on their spines so they're all walking around with Samsonite behind them yeah they had roller packs then they're like maybe maybe buses aren't a good idea because they drop the kids off so far let's just make it to where there's no more busing Uh, this neighborhood never ever touched a main road 
You had to cross a, a busy Lafayette. But the, it was an hour and a half of this stuff. And, I, and the reason why, when you asked any parent, was, well, because child abductions are on the rise. I'm like, how many kids have been abducted from this school? Well, none yet. And they thought it was because they were so vigilant about picking their kids up and taking them directly home that the, that the dudes in the bushes were being foiled. But no one was wanting these kids. It wasn't happening. But they had talked themselves into being targeted. And it scared all of them. And I get fear wins. But man, oh man, it got weird for a while. That if you even said, hey, to a kid, they're like, oh, he's one of the people that's trying Danger. to... And all it stemmed from was a guy who talked to a kid walking down the road, whether he was a transient, whether he was just a poorly dressed dude who's in the neighborhood taking a walk. He, some, some kid came home and said, I didn't like this. And the moms told everybody. And there were 6,000 uh, emails put out. And there's a man wandering around trying to abduct children. Maybe that was true. He never did it. It never happened. And they're like, well, good. It's because we got so crazy. No. You got crazy and made your kids less adaptable to society. The information and the stories that are out there of uh, everyone trying to solve this thing oh. out there. Um, I, don't, I didn't tell you this last week. This is just so random, but um, it was Michelle Caliendo. She texts Ronnie, just overhearing a conversation in Tempe. Yeah. That's wrong. My son was uh, involved in the games. The person there was talking about, you know, this uh, Brady Bowen is on the radio. His oh, son yeah. is one of the. Uh, people involved oh, that your, your son yeah my oh, son yeah, yeah your son yeah. that you don't have <laughs> yeah well that's we've known that that the secret son you have is a real problem that's why you don't and talk I'm thinking, about it. i'm trying to think where that well i guess yeah. kirby is a unisex name in a way oh i there's see there's a man there's a boy could be called <laughs> kirby you're gonna no. reveal something here no yeah no but uh, yeah no you, they just don't know what they're talking about yeah. and then it spreads like wildfire amongst the fear-based everybody calm down Hysterical mobs never do anything right, and you're not going to get an apology because you're a mob. Mobs don't get apology. Individuals do. I don't apologize to bunches because all I'd have to do is just talk to that one lady that's lost her mind. But by the way, if you listen to what I said, no. Kristen downstairs, the sales lady, is like, I'm listening because you know she's in on that scoop of people that were losing it. There was like 12 people losing it and trying to get me fired, which I find hysterical. It's like, we hate bullying. We hate it. And I'm like, I think you might be overreacting. Fire that man. <laughs> wow. Okay. You're nuts. So she was listening and worried. And then she had it. And she goes, what you said was perfect. It was like you never said any of this stuff. And I'm like, of course not. You can't pay attention to mobs. They, they get pitchforks and torches and run around and lose their minds. And then they don't even know why they're mad anymore. They're just mad at being mad. And if you don't pay attention to them, right, they get even crazier. It's making me want to live in Maryvale. At least they recognize it. <laughs> Thank you, President John. You make me laugh. But internut is pretty solid because you yeah. internut up. That's and right. Start, and I just got it from. That guy was great. I love that because they've right. dealt with it. They actually mm-hmm. have human experience with, like, you know. That's what he was saying. Real crap. Yeah. And they're saying, you know, the big part is like. I love You this. know, someone made the point that, look, if you don't like, you know, they can't take these remarks and stuff, don't get on it. Right. Here's because the, other the neighborhood thing. apps, the, uh, you know, those. I think it was Mark Lamb that said that. Yeah. Like, yeah, just Here's the other ignore thing. it. Hey, Gilbert. Last I checked, you were kind of MAGA country. You're the ones that are, and again, you're going to think I'm a Biden supporter for saying that, but you're the ones All that are. All right, Jew. I know, careful. the liberal Jew and me <laughs> flying around again. Is the, uh, aren't you the ones that are talking about how this next generation doesn't do anything and these kids are worthless and soft and everything else, and then all of a sudden uh, we, you want us to just shift the paradigm over to they're the hardest bunch of badasses that has ever walked the earth? Which is it? 
Like kids are too soft nowadays, and or well, you can't broad stroke the Gilbert crowd. That there's liberal juice in in no, there's the no, 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 not for long. There's not. No, there's not. If they know, if they're good liberal juice, like what I said about the Queen Creek gays, you got to get out of there. This is not a place for you. Gilbert doesn't want you there. They're in a certain area. They're sure, only sure, allowed sure. to go. They keep an eye on area. them. Yeah. yeah, trust me, you're being watched. And even if you're a Mormon with a big nose, they got an eye on you. Trust me, it's not. Uh, I, I, I got in the emails. I know I'm not welcome because my last name ends in Berg, but they're so uneducated and isolated and insulated in their own world, they don't realize Berg's mostly Swedish. Oh, I guess that's true. A couple of them tennis players' were last names were Berg, and I watched some ho- hockey in the Olympics. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's exactly why everybody rolls their eyes when Gilbert's like, we're Gilbert, pay attention to us. Ugh. Remember when I was upset when they started to steal all the good restaurants? And like, and again, you talk to somebody from Gilbert. I was with a guy last night who used to live in Gilbert. He's normal now. And, uh, and we were talking. He goes, man, I, and now I'm out of it, and it's different. He's the one who got us kicked out of Swizzle Inn because yeah. he got out of Gilbert, and he didn't know how to behave in public, and lost their, he and his wife lost their minds. And, and they're like brainwashed or something yeah, they moved, out there? They moved I mean, to Tempe, and now they're normal. But every time you talk to somebody from Gilbert, and they're like, oh, is it Buck and Ryder? We've got a Buck and Ryder! Like, all right, okay. insecure lunatic, we get you have restaurants. So anyway, I'm over at Buck and Ryder's next to the Postino. We've got a Postino! Like, all right, Gilbert guy. And I used to be upset about that because it's like going to dumb down the, the nice restaurants to where there's one in Gilbert so it doesn't seem as good. But I'm happy they built it. After a while, it dawned on me. It like, keeps the Gilbert people in Gilbert. They don't go driving over to the good Buck and Ryder. They stay in the Gilbert one. They don't come. They don't drag their kids in the Cheerios over to the Postino by my house. They, 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 we got a, we've got an Ingo's. Okay, you should eat at that more. Not even think about the one by me. It doesn't make you. It doesn't we do. Make it, yeah, I don't know if you do or not. But if if I say a good place, usually it's shouted at me. That I was at Bourbon and Bones and said, "We've got a Bourbon and Bones." Okay, good. You should go to it and never go to the one that normal people go to. And that's just me because I'm a liberal Jew. <laughs> oh, also piece of. That's the best part of that. Ah, uh, duck feathers. I like when it's raining. This one says, uh, hey, John, you are right. I live in Gilbert, and they overreact to everything. To have the not-my-kid attitude, you nailed it. They will complain about bullying and turn around and do it themselves. I'm not afraid to walk the streets of Gilbert, and neither are my kids. Thanks, Scott. <laughs> no one is. No one. Gilbert has not. It doesn't really, go. It's, it's so true. It's not ghost town after five. It's not like walking down 27th Avenue and right. Camelback. Yeah, or I'm something. not doing no. that. As a Jew, forget it. I didn't even know I was Jewish till that email showed up. But man, take the chances. I've seen the commercials. My people are dealing with a lot of anti-Semitism right now. And now I am. That's how bad it is to be a real racist. I'm a bigot. I judge everybody. And included in that are whites. I judge everybody by the, like, eh, you're dressed kind of fun. I, by your appearance is basically how I see you. And that's, I'll never let go of that. Then you've got to earn it. Again, my life philosophy is everyone's an asshole until they prove me wrong. And you should think that of me, too. And I'll do my best to, uh, to switch your, you know, your point of view. But, yeah, always be a little skeptical of a newbie. Uh, but, yeah, I wouldn't walk the streets 27th Avenue. You know, I'm a oh. fish out of water. I look like a victim. Anyway, as a liberal Jew, I won't walk, walk around those neighborhoods. They don't welcome Jews over there Not either. Not at all. <laughs> I find it hysterical. But the dude went and he, you know what? I'm going to kick this guy's ass. I'm going to do it with an anonymous Gmail I just now invented. And also, I'm not going to sign it or give him any chance. He has to do IP address tracing to get back. And I'm not going to do that. He knows that. Internet. Yeah, and then he takes wild <laughs> mu- internet uh, keyboard muscle swings at a guy. Misses and bigots and good stuff. 
Good stuff. <laughs> Let my people go. I'm a Jew now. I'm basically Moses. <laughs> Trying to help out. <laughs> Just torn him around. Uh, it's 624. Let's get a wake-up song, shall we? And get over this whole thing. Gilbert, stop being hysterical. I'm sorry about your problems. Everybody's got them. Hopefully you can handle them in-house a little better than you have been because you're acting like a bunch of nutbags. And stop stop watching the news. And That's what I tell my mom all the time. Stop watching that stuff. You don't have hordes of Mexicans trying to steal your job. That You just don't. <laughs> I know that you believe you do, but you, it's not happening. Peeling's not banging yeah. down the door trying to steal your job? Last I checked, my mom wasn't picking strawberries or grapes. Like, nobody's trying to take her job at the title company. I'm here for your job, you homer. I knew this day would come. Fox told me so. Just if you And you can't help it. You watch for a couple hours of news, you start getting fired up about something. That's their design. Anyway, I, as a liberal Jew piece of just want to spread love. <laughs> and boy, do I ever want to spread it on some of those Gilbert moms. Give us a wake-up song. 585-9800. A good one, and we'll scream it together. It's 98KUPD. Wake up! It's out of control now. Morning sickness. Thank you very much, Mike and the Molotovs. Uh, off we go uh, for another beautiful day here, although it's a rainy one. I like it when it rains here because, like, afterwards, when the sun kind of breaks through the clouds, I like to look at the downtown from, like, Lincoln Avenue, if you ever drive on Lincoln and see it, after it's, like, a clean rain. Man, this place, it cleans up pretty. When the gunk in the air is gone for a couple of days, oh, it's a stunner. And as a filthy liberal Jew, I like that. <laughs> I got an email from a guy that says, please don't say my name on the radio because I want to anonymously bully you, but I think you're a dirty Jew filled with hate as well. Signed, Jason Schwartz. Oh, my God, Jason Schwartz, please. I mean, uh, that's, that's Jew on Jew crime. Then he emailed back. I don't care if you use my name. People know me. <laughs> hey, people who know me know me. They know me. I joke around this stuff. And I just want to thank all the people for emailing me. It's nice, thanks. All the Jews? Yeah. Standing behind you? Yeah. Well, I'm getting, a, and you sent me something, Brett, and I'm getting a lot of people are saying, you couldn't have been more right about that Mormon thing. Yeah. I, that's my own personal thoughts with the whole Gilbert losing their mind deal, is that nobody's really going to say that out loud over at those town halls and everything else, but there's something going on with the protective services of the... Uh, the church. Yeah. And uh, it's, you know, it's not secret. There is definitely a tieback. Now, this guy, this one sent you articles. I got articles, too. Mm-hmm. But I, that's just my own personal. Now, there's there's my cynicism kicking in. There's my, okay, I know what goes on over there. There's my uh, my giant blanket of, I understand this neighborhood does this, and that's what happens over there. Yeah. This one says, uh, <laughs> this one says, I'm 55 years old, born and raised in Glendale. When I was 42, I moved my wife and children to Gilbert to get away from the scumbags in Glendale and hopefully give my children a different perspective on how to live. And now Gilbert has a problem. It's youth of a nation. It's, yeah, it's the same old problem over again. It just happens where there's people. Uh, said, I will bet, John, that the dumbest people that called your advertiser, uh, that lady's probably listening again today because she loves to be miserable. 
Give her some instructions. This will help. How she can just ignore the radio station by changing it or just not uh, by not accepting that it's a thing. If she's hearing something that offends her, her actions are the reason her chon-chon son is afraid of Gilbert Goons. We're bringing that word back. <laughs> there we go. You're, if you're, you're afraid of the Gilbert Goons, <laughs> Full you're one of them chon-chons. <laughs> and I say that because I'm Jewish. I don't know how to hit the accent. Chon-chon-chon, we call it. Chala, chon-chon. Uh, these emails to you, John, are making me laugh. Don't these people know, these keyboard warriors, that you survived phase two from Scientology once? This is nothing. That's true. I forgot. I was, uh, they entered phase two in Scientology and never, never got back to me on that one. Phase three just kind of petered out. Still waiting, Scientology. It's, you know, beginning of the year. They had a lot of stuff. That is true. This was pretty early last year. Uh, anyway. Scientology, uh, just for the record, I still still think you guys are a miserable bunch of <laughs> too. So if you want to email me, I think your cult is loony. Well, they were busy. Travolta had a bunch of commercials to, over a Christmas. That's a good point. And, you know, and that's Tom a great Cruz, commercial. You know, it is. Yeah. is. Travolta is my favorite Scientologist. Leah Remini used to be, but mm, she went off the rails. Uh, Travolta is by far. That commercial is phenomenal with him as Santa Claus and Saturday Night <laughs> Santa Claus thing. Smooth. But I still honestly think that the cult of Scientology is one of the most f- up messes on the planet. So if you're interested in emailing me about that too, Scientology, and entering phase three, I'm still here. Uh, this one says, interesting, John, that you don't think the Jews are involved at all, and you don't think you're Jewish. You know you're in the media, right? Automatic Jew. <laughs> is Larry in the room at all times forcing you to say you aren't a Jew just to throw us off? Yes. That's how the media works. The Jew, when they say the Jews run it, Larry stand. He lives here at the building, and he stands in the building and makes us pretend we're not Jews, so people don't think that the Jews all run media. But we're all Jews. <laughs> this one says, "Hey Holmberg, I love all the ridiculous non-listeners chiming in about you being." Uh, uh, it says about you being real about the nonsense in Gilbert. All these overreactions. Going back to yesterday's show, stop being chonchones. <laughs> For all you need to know about the cho- uh, cholo culture, please watch the movie Blood In, Blood Out. Okay. Good suggestion. If I ever decide to uh, check out what it's like to be a cholo, <laughs> I'll do that. Thanks for the hip suggestion, Javier. Yeah, put down the Mel Brooks movies. Watch Blood right. In, Blood Out, right? <laughs> I was going to watch the new season of Love on the Spectrum, but a chayo told me that I should watch a movie about Chon Chon. I love the Choyo gang. <laughs> hey, t- hey, that's a question I have for the Cholos. How come everything else in your language, the two L's, you laugh at us, Whitey's, for saying the L's? Remember when Larry called Port... Port- uh, Tillos, Portillos. Yeah. And we all laugh. But, I mean, he's from the Southwest. It makes yeah. sense. Two L's together turns into ye. But, like, Choya Cactus is one letter different than Cholo. And everybody loses their mind if you call it a Chola Cactus. Ah! Gringo. Like, yeah, but you got... Cholo is... How come... Uh, this one says, Good morning, brother. And boy, people like that word, though. But the only thing I have to say today to you is... People, bro. Chone Chones. John, like I said before, you're the man, and it seems to me that you're the heart of this city. <laughs> I agree. Then he Where's says, Glenn Fry when you need him. <laughs> then he says, all those bitches, and tell the boys good morning from me, Brian. Brian was the one dressed like Elmer Fudd at our uh, 
comedy show that I pointed out and said he scared me in the front row and we found out that he sat down for 10 years for something terrible. And then he emails all the time. He's a good guy now. He changed. But he's right. Chone Chones. Chone Chones sounds like the noise from Law & Order. I think that's what that... every Chone Chone. I think that's what you say whenever... That's where they got the sound idea? <laughs> chone Chone. Anyway, I don't want to spend any more time on Gilbert uh, because that would be... Spending time in Gilbert. Time to move on. No, for, no, no, Brady. I'm going to eventually oh. hit him again with a giant stick. I just don't feel like doing it right now. Can't wait for you to move out of there and realize how irregular that is. All my friends who have moved out are different again. <laughs> you, you haven't fallen in. Your neighborhood. We haven't a, uh, encountered this uh, mass hysteria that's been happening. Not saying we're oh, yeah, oblivious yeah. to it. You're but. in it. Yeah, like it's a lot. You guys Everybody. are talking about it with each other on who's involved. I know a guy who knows a guy who knows a guy. Everybody wants to be part of it. Everybody wants to have that story of like, oh, my friend's kid was friends with one of the kids who was friends yeah. with and a everyone kid. Has and everybody's doing that in Gilbert yeah. because you're a group of people who have no interesting things happen in your city because that's how your city was built. The whole purpose of Gilbert was to be an uninteresting bedroom community. And when it gets interesting, you guys feel like, oh, that's why everybody in Gilbert shouts out, we've got a buck and rider when they hear the words buck and rider. They, 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 they want to be in a city, and they, they're constantly inviting people in. Look at we've got a downtown that's flourishing. And, so, and then we show up, and they're like, ah, outsiders. Come to Agritopia, man. Right. Fitz nailed it yesterday because he said something fantastic. It's all you need to know about how this brainwave operation goes over there in cities like this. And every major metropolitan area has one. The comedian Tim Dillon did a big, long thing about the Gilbert Goons. He goes, never been to Gilbert because I saw pictures on the news. He goes, everybody's house looks like an olive garden. And it's true. Like, they all built these giant houses that look just like olive gardens. And he said, uh, every major metropolitan city's got an area like this that wants to be removed from the big city but close enough to it. They can still kind of be close and do the stuff. But they don't really want to be part of it. And that's what Gilbert's – but it's massive now. And it was white flight from Mesa that created Gilbert the way it is today. Um, but Fitz nailed it yesterday. He said, this is all you need to know about the mental, like how out of touch it is, is that there was a terrible crime. Uh, then there was some finally paying attention to some other things that have gone on. And the first thing they did was close the yoga studio. Yeah. <laughs> and that's really the reaction that's come from this. It's like, we need to, we need to shut down that yoga studio over there. That ought to, that ought to turn some heads. It's their, their fingers are on, uh, you know, the kneecap. In order to try to find the pulse of society, they didn't know you're isolated and insulated, and that's the idea. the The purpose behind Gilbert was to be insulated from the other stuff. So when it happens to them, they don't know what to do. It's like Pleasantville; they all turned into they, they went into color yesterday. They're ha ah, ha, we're in color. What happened? It's great stuff. <laughs> uh, one thing I do want to say, though. Is if you do have any bad feelings at all about what's going on in your neighborhood, go in your house, turn on season two of Love on the Spectrum, and just enjoy it. It is awesome. Watching people with special needs try to find love is the greatest form of entertainment we've had in ages. It's amazing. And they brought back some of the uh, originals from the, the best season still Australia, but I'm, I'm head over heels in love. And I want one. If you've got one you don't want anymore, I'll take your Spectrum kit. I want one. It has to be pretty special Spectrum, though. Not like, you know, again, not like, spectrum. not like the Gilbert Spectrum where it's just bragging that your kid has it. Yeah. And my kid's on the Spectrum. Just okay, don't brag that your yeah. kid has an IEP. 
What's that? It's the special form from the school that says my kid has uh, got a problem. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. Well, every I'm sure every parent sees that and is like, oh, I want that too. And the reason they want it is because if their individual education program, if their kid is a goof, then they have an excuse. So Alex got one. He's an IEP. He got one because he's he got some anxiety meds. Yeah. We talked about this. His girlfriend broke up with him. Everything fell oh. apart junior year. Yeah. And so he had a little bit of a tough time, got on some anxiety meds. But now he's got extra time to do tests at school. You're one of the people that medicated their kid after a breakup? God, yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> not happy about it. You're not, oh, it was a fight you lost? No, not not really. I, I wanted him to. I wanted him to get over whatever was right. going on as fast as possible. It's and, a hassle to and, have a kid and crying, that, all and the that's the thing. And so, and and he's better on it now. And this medication helps him sleep, which has been a, a big bonus. But anyway. so he got he and his girlfriend. He had his first real breakup. Yeah, it's crushing. Yeah, it's crushing. It, it for him, oh. it really was. Yeah. So I medicated myself with masturbating. After it happened, man, I if swear I could to have, God, if I could have just shown him, you know, Pornhub or something like that, Whoa. no, not showing him that. <laughs> no, miss that was my <laughs> my first major heartbreak. Major. No, there was always the ones where you kind of went through a few day depression. That like, Christy Greenway. No, 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 no. This one was this was the this was a big boy. It was a real first love, like this mattered kind of thing. And you just get it; just is a crushing blow. I can't, like, every time I fall into this deep misery, I would tug away, and it cured me. Like I felt better for a little, and then it would, then the feelings start coming. And then I just realized every time I tug, I feel better. And Let it got to say, like seven, I, eight, nine times a day to kind of. And it, I was soothing it with that because I, I learned that from video games. Then I watched the show Brockmire thirty years later. And if you've seen Brockmire, whenever he has trouble, that's how he alleviates his problems. And he goes, well, I just went right back to what makes me feel better, masturbating. And then he just starts in his office, just starts going crazy. And it is hilarious. And I'm like, I can completely and utterly relate to that, that that was the drug of choice for me when I went through the break. Well, let me just say, I don't think that's not happening at my house. Right, but it wasn't, you know. Not to the, right. uh, you know, medication sense. I used yeah. it as medicine. Yeah, probably, if I was over anxious, probably, probably should have gotten yeah. him an OnlyFans account. You, you cure anxiety with a good tug. I mean. Anxiety is curable with a good tug. It's just whether or not you've got it in your system yeah. to do it seven or eight times. And I did, but so he was on the pills after the break. He's doing well. Yeah, now. he got the IEP yeah. and he's he's doing fine now. We're graduating. He's got two classes this semester. Oh, he's out. He's he's done. He's but, insane, exceptional, possible. But that's the that's kind of right. Kid. That's what they put out. Yeah. You might need medicine for thinking that <laughs> that's how the rose-colored glasses work. Yes. of ICP. But that's the kid that you want is one with an IEP. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. And everybody wants one of those. Yes. And when their well, kids are a mess, you can say, well, trust well, me. I don't want kids in general. Well, I don't me don't neither. Care. But I think that that's true in the communities of like, oh, you know, Bill Maher made a great point a while ago about the transgender thing. He goes. You notice it's only happening in, like, Los Angeles and uh, Beverly Hills. He goes, I, I, 10 years ago, 20 years ago, I didn't have any friends who had kids who were transitioning. He said, now I know about 12. And he goes, and I can't go to, like, a dinner party and whatever and not meet someone new who's got one. It's kind of a, a, a neat little bragging right to it show is. how progressive you are to have one. He goes, it's not happening in small-town Iowa. And he goes, and maybe there's one or two, but it isn't as prominent as it is in these communities where everybody kind of, like, as the trophy of the modern day family, I knew zero until yep. about uh, five years ago. Yeah. Now I have Same. two close friends right. that have them, and it's you know, there's arguments to be made on how this was perpetuated. Totally it agree. Definitely showed up. Is it because there's that many people that have been around forever that have been closeting it, 
or is it literally being taught? I, I don't know if it's being taught, but I think the, I think the lack of I – sh- I shouldn't say lack. The differences in parenting now between oh. now and 10, 15 years ago, I Crazy. think allow for that kind of thing to happen. Yeah, we got off subject. I forgot what I was talking about. Talking Sorry. about your kid losing it, but – you want an IEP kid? Oh, no. I was talking about love on the spectrum. Yeah, I want one of those. Yeah. But, I, again, I don't want an IEP kid. I don't want a kid who went through a breakup and is on anxiety meds. That's not spectrum to me. That doesn't count. I want one that's, like, legit. The kids on uh, well, kids on, on love on the spectrum, yeah. they are all IEP. Well, I know they are, but I'm saying you have – it's the spectrum. Yeah, yours is definitely – Yours isn't interesting. I'll the, be honest with you. End. I'm not wildly interested in oh. hanging out with your son all day. If he was a little more spectrum – like, the ones that I'm like – want to hang out with a model? I want to hang out with the one that I that I look at and say I'm not sure they should drive. That's the that's the line I'm drawing. Yeah. Like I'm not sure they should. Have. And when I watch them drink on the show, I'm like, ooh, okay. <laughs> I guess if you want to do that, there was one moment on the show that I the, the one of the kids I love this guy. I want to hang out with him. I want to. I just like him. Is he a holdover? Is he new? No, he's new. And uh, he's at a speed, <laughs> speed dating for people with autism. And he is, they tell them, you can clearly see in the speed dating that they tell the kid, and he's probably, I don't know how he's 20 something. He's, he's in there. And they tell them, like, you know, you're socially awkward. It's mostly Asperger's, like low end Asperger's. You're a little socially awkward. And then when the girl sits at the table, you've got to have conversation. And they tell the girl the same thing. So they, go, <laughs> they always have the same question, which is so, what are your hobbies? <laughs> And they, like, yell. So aggressive. I have hobbies. Like what? And the conversations are so awkward and hilarious. And then, like, he's got a list of the speed daters' names. And then a simple checkbox, yes or no. And then comments. So uh, this kid's sitting there, and the one lady says, uh, I have hobbies. I like. And he goes, do you like, I don't know, outside? And she goes, no. I really care for nature. And right in front of her, he just X's no and writes, does not like nature. And then they just stare at each other till the bell rings. And then the next one shows up, sits down, and uh, she says something. And he didn't like the way she looked. At, and the, you could tell he didn't, wasn't attracted to the other sp- Spectrum kid. And he just looks at her. And then right when she's saying a sentence, he looks down and just X's no. And, she, and the lady looks down and looks at him. And then they just sit there quietly. The bell rings for the – and the producer comes over and he goes, hey, Connor, are you – are you Xing no in front of them? And he goes, damn it. I knew I'd screw that up. And I'm like, I love this kid. I love this show. I love that kid. Love it. But they don't They don't have any, uh, and they're not faking anything. Like the one lady was having a really nice date with a guy because they just send them on dates with others. Oh, it's the best show ever. And the one, and she's very excitable and, and she they have a lot in common. And then she lives in Pasadena and she goes, so... Where do you live? Because that's how they talk. They're very and he goes, I, 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 live in, I live in San Diego. I, 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 I am from San Diego. How, how, and her face just went, oh. How long does it take to get here? Uh, two hours. And you just saw it. It was over. It was over. And it was pragmatic and it was smart. And like, well, this is going to work. What am I wasting my time now? I got to pretend to be nice to you for another hour. And then he goes, well, I'd like to do this again. And she goes, yeah. We'll see about that. And it was just completely what They're you'd so want. honest. It's complete honesty in the ways of like, I'm not going to tell you that this is stupid, but you can see it, right? Oh, you live in San Diego? Uh, it's like she looks at the producer and goes, what the f*** are you guys thinking? I'm not going to San Diego. It's a long drive. 
oh, it's the best show in the world, the best. And then the one guy who loves the Renaissance is like 35, and he he won't shut up. He I, I don't want him in the house because he talks too much, but everything he says sounds like you just maybe burned him a little, like with fire. Because he's like, so are you going to wear those shoes? Well, see, now I picked the shoes. I'm like, I love him too, but he talks too much. I don't. If you have a Spectrum kit that you don't want anymore, I, I, can't, I, don't, I can't imagine it. I'll take them uh, as long as I can pimp them out like these these families are doing on television. I'm going to go right to the to the pimps of Netflix and pimp out my Spectrum kid for love. And then two of them won't stop kissing, and I have to watch that like the first time I saw Freddy Krueger. I have to do that through. You know, what do they call that when you mess your yeah. fingers and barely watch? I, I, a screening, oh. a Adam, hand screen. There's an actual word for it. There's a word to, to watch through your, your intertwined fingers. How do people think you're Jewish? Pimping out. <laughs> what does that mean? Jew, there's Jew pimps. They wouldn't have done that. Yes. You stop. People can think it. Mm. That's racist. Jews and pimps. Pimps can be Jews and Jews can be pimps. I don't think so. You're wrong. No. Anybody can be anybody, anything they want. You're a bigot. You're trying to hold people back from their dreams. But yeah, the uh, I would pimp that autistic out immediately, just to meet other ones and watch them on dates. Because when they have a couple of beers, and then the one kid that was from San Diego just takes his beer and just smashes it and puts it down on the table, and the girl looks like, "Ooh, I don't like that." Meanwhile, she's at home telling her her aunt and uncle who she lives with. Um, she's like, "Well, I didn't like it. He he drinks beer. He's a beer drinker." And uh, meanwhile, she's mixing up shots for the family because she can't stop doing liquor. <laughs> Oh, she loves God. shooting liquor and making like these purple. Well, that's the deal breaker. Beakers, not, but, if it well, was no, liquor, she, he drinks too much. And she points to her uncle, drinks like you drink. And I'm like, oh, there's something there. And she goes, she drinks like you drink. He's a beer drinker. And he's, he's just, I don't like him drinking that much beer. And then the aunt looks and goes, but mm, what are we doing here? She goes, oh, yeah, I guess that's true. And they just moved on like, oh, wow, that's true. It's all alcohol, isn't it? It kind of dawned on her that she was being a hypocrite. And they, they hit her with it, and she adjusted. It was it, the best show in the world. I think you need Spectrum Bachelor and Bachelorette. Oh. Because what you're talking about is throw them in a room I'm with gonna, like... I'm going to tip over my chair. With like with 20... Spectrum Bachelor. Got everything else. I, I need to run a lap around the building. Spectrum Bachelor is the greatest idea of all time. Every All 30 of them living in yes. a home on... Yes. Di- Toledo, Toledo uh, uh, come put two sticks next to my body so I don't fall over. This is the best idea ever. Spectrum Bachelor. Not just one at a time. Will you take this, Rose? One super hot. Right, and yes. then 30 Spectrum guys <laughs> fighting for her love. And then the 30 Spectrum guys have to interact. It's going to be the Meerkat show. <laughs> I-, I want that so bad. Oh, my God. How how have I not even how has that not crossed my mind watching one at a time thinking well, you know what this show needs is twenty nine more suitors for this one girl oh my god oh. and imagine if they uh, Spectrum Bachelor they double or triple or down just like this cowboy thing now there's four cowboys huh uh, the farmer cowboy ba- farmer bachelor oh yeah no, those, those are just those are hack shows yeah. so if they did do cowboy spectrum show where they're all well, dating I'm just I mean, now you're just dressing them up spectrum. <laughs> Yeah, but I don't see a lot of actual legitimate Spectrum Cowboys. Think they're out there bailing hay. I have a feeling the producers are like, put them in an outfit stick them on a horse. How about this? That's just dressing them up. John, you can have my 15-year-old. Okay. He's autistic, diagnosed for years. How bad? Has an eidetic memory. Oh. I don't know what that means. And is super mechanically inclined. Drawback, we'll need... Will seek weird porn at the first opportunity. Me too. He sounds like me. <laughs> except for the smart part. 
Like he's super duper smart, but also sleeps out poor. Form? Give uh, us an example. Yeah. And link. because he's not really related, we could sit in a room together. I'm like, no, 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 no. Daniela Antari, she's the one you want. Tattoo right between her clavicle and, oh, it's beautiful, right? And her breastbone. I'll take him so long as he's not. I, I want, like, if the spectrum is zero to 100, I want one about 61. Ooh, that's kind of still mild a little bit. It's beyond mild, but not like, oh, <laughs> I can't watch him eat. One of those, you know what I mean? I want one that, again, probably can drive, but you wonder, should they? I don't want, like, somebody just as, like, a little, I'm on the spectrum. I mean, it <laughs> doesn't count. I'm functional. How about sending your spectrum date out on the Waymo? Oh, they'd be fine with that. You think? They'd probably understand how it works better than me. Yeah, they would be less afraid. It's just what it is. It's it's just it is what it is. Oh, the dating show. Love on the spectrum. And I can't get enough of all of them. And the parents are so sweet, and they're all, and, and again, you, you eventually, it's like, it's like, you just want one. By the end of it, you're like, I want that one. And you pick your favorite, just like going to the pound. You pick your favorite. I want that one. I want to live with him. I want, that's entertainment 24 hours a day. They're funny. They're sweet. They're kind. Uh, they don't want to fight. They get upset when they make mistakes. Like, oh, it's great stuff. But I don't want one that's like constant care. I'm not good at that. And the reason why is not because they don't deserve it. I'm just no good at it. That's I'd lose interest. You want to be a grandpa. You can send them home when you're done. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. I want to be a grandpa. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Send them home when you're right. done. Brett's exactly. You've nailed it. I want to be your, your Spectrum Kids grandfather. Would you let me have them for a week or so? Like, you know, camp. <laughs> and then I'll look forward to when they visit. But Brett's right. I don't want a constant care one. That's just that's going to eat no, up all my free time. Yeah, I don't want that. And again. Not because they don't deserve care, people who don't understand nuance. It's because I won't provide it. I'm not interested in that. I would be bad at it. I know it. And then, I'd, and then eventually they'd get hurt and it would be my fault. And I'm not willing to take that responsibility. That's actually me being super responsible. I know people will hear that. He doesn't think they deserve care. Well, no, you're a f- moron. That's not what I said. But I do want to steal one from them and <laughs> have it for my own. Maybe it's the words you use. Okay, maybe. I don't know. This guy says, you want a guy like Kevin from Office, from The Office. Kind of. He's spectrum but yeah, a little bit. We have that here. We have Dom. Dom's pretty much like Kevin from The Office. <laughs> <laughs> but Dom's more functional. Kevin is sort of that. Yeah, we're pe- and I used to love that in The Office when people would meet Kevin and think he was special. And he was just like, what are you doing? <laughs> Yeah, it's the best show on TV for uh, and man, Spectrum Bachelor Toledo. Get out of this room right now. Start making some phone calls and get executive producer titles for Spectrum Bachelor. Because talk about forward thinking and progressive. Oh, I mean that is exactly what what Hollywood and and entertainment is trying to do is try to you know incorporate all things into. Oh, Spectrum Bachelor would be the there'd be I'd be crying every week. They bring me to tears, not from even laughter. Like there's emotional moments on the show. You're like, oh my god, I feel wonderful for them. That's like such a like such a simple thing we all take for granted is finding someone that likes us that you can do stuff with. And they're socially awkward. They can't do it. And then you got to find another socially awkward one that m- meshes with them. And when they have to break up with each other, it's puff- it's horrible. It's because you know it's going to devastate them. And they get, and they fall in love so fast because all they're looking for is. Caring, 
and they drink like fish. I love the show. Spectrum Bachelor. It's on the TLC or where is uh, it? Netflix. I think it's on Netflix, yeah. Netflix, okay. Watch the Australian one and season one of the American ones. Good, not even close to the Australian one. And then, and then there's one who just loves lions and talks about being a mermaid. And she looks normal, like you see her, but she talks like she's about 11. And she's got a boyfriend, and I think they're about to get hitched. And they took them to Africa to see real lions. Whoa. <laughs> and I mean, you want to talk about tapping into their uh, pleasure zone. The girl saw a giraffe and she almost jumped out of the safari truck and started to chase it. That, I want to know, like, I want an interview with the safari driver who was just accepted this group, signed some papers that said they're filming a TV show, and then he has to listen to the constant screaming and overwhelming joy that comes from the people in the back of this thing over just the mere sightings of stuff they're not even supposed to see yet. When that girl sees a lion in Kenya, I predict... She's going to another be, episode of I Survive. She's going to be in the pack or in the pride. Binge the whole season? Not yet. No, oh. I'm. I'm keeping. I'm trying to schedule my own television network now, where it's one show a night at most, maybe one a week. <laughs> but it was uh, man. I just I, I, yeah. I, I, this this is the phrase on the uh, key customers things. So you just need a spectrum, buddy. <laughs> John, the reason you feel this way is because you've been this. You've been in this situation for 22 years. Just take Brady to the zoo. <laughs> That's true. If I take you to the zoo, it's, I'm going to see that same thing. Heaven. Brady's kind of been my spectrum kid the whole time. They said that uh, I'm pretty sure you can big brother one. A lot of them uh, need that once they're over 18. I would do that so long as I can pimp them to others. I don't want to spend days with them at the park. I'm not the date. I want to get to know them and then and then pair them up with another and watch. I kind of want to. I don't want to watch. Make sex, it happen. Do a wanna, local. I want to be a local dating site. I want to do a cuck romance. I just want to be there at the dinners and just observe, and then hear the stories after. I think it's, I think they're fantastic. Constant care ones? No thanks. That's for you, parents. You're you're more equipped than I am. Yeah, Brett's right. I want to be grandpa yeah. to a kid on the spectrum. <laughs> I want to be. Well, let's not go crazy. I want to be their uncle. Grandpa's a little bit too much money out of the pocket, you know, and since I'm a liberal Jew now, I don't like to just hand people cash. A couple of worthers and you're good. <laughs> right. You're fine. I don't want hard candy. You know, be the godfather. Yeah. Plastic. Maybe. No, godfather's too much responsibility, too, in case the kid, you know, you start doing godfather stuff and the parents actually do kick off. Now you got one. I can't just send it back to the caskets. I, I have to keep it. Uncle. Surrogate Uncle. But, John, Holly Madison said she was on the spectrum. Right. Okay. That's kind of designer spectrum. Yeah, that's the really, I'm saying it because it's hip to be on the spectrum kind of stuff. If Holly Madison's on the spectrum, she's making up for it in other places. (laughs) There's a lot of hot girls that are special needs, if you know what I mean, mentally. But they're not on the spectrum. They're just, that's just called dumb. (laughs) They just think that they had to have a word for it. They're just, they just been... I think you can get on the spectrum when you're so beautiful, you've never had to work for anything. And the next thing you know, you just don't know how basic stuff works. Yeah, I've taken that spectrum test about 20 times, just thinking one of these times it's going to come up. I'm on it. It's not heavy, but I'm in there. It would be like if it was an empty full gas tank. I'm an eighth of a tank on the spectrum.
I'm up in that area. I'm not zero. I'm running about 12%. Social anxiety is a big part of that. Like, you should see me in places I don't want to be. I start losing it. Hot air balloons, that's still a thing. I go a little rain man around the hot air balloon. I'm not a fan of that noise. But watch the show. It's so worth it. And you'll laugh and you'll be like, I want one of those. And then, Brady, you'll look over at Curve and go, how come you're not on the spectrum? Like, you'll want a spectrum kit. You, normal, boring kid. I think parents do that. I want my kid to be unique. That's the that's the way to do it. But stuff them in a room together and start dating them, my goodness. And speaking of being on the spectrum, we're all going to feel like we're on it. Uh, it has begun. Today's the day. Today's the day when uh, this year becomes a whopper. Uh, New Hampshire. Dixville notch happened at midnight last night. And here we go. The election year has officially begun. All the, all the tribalism and chitter-chatter that's going to get going is starting now. And uh, Trump is going to win New Hampshire, and then everybody's I mean, DeSantis already dropped. How tough would it be to be Ron DeSantis after all that crap Trump's calling him desanctimonious and saying that he's a piece of garbage and that they hate each other and that he's nothing? And then you, you show up and you get 1% of the vote in two primaries, and you go, I quit, and I support Donald Trump. Yep, right. You knew it was coming. Ted you Cruz did it. it. Ted, about the things that, Ted, oh, but that the, he said about the, Ted Cruz. But DeSantis was his main rival. Like yeah. this dude came out of the gates as the one that was going to challenge him, and then, and then some he was broad on the stage yeah. and he couldn't smile. No, and yeah, we saw him. We, you know, I mean, the boots. Biden and Harris. They went at it. They hated He's looking for a job, yeah. but still, but it would be different. They are. It's just what Brett said. Yeah, poor absolutely. Positioning. But the yep. difference is Biden and Harris uh, debated. And Biden never said, you know, you're a piece of garbage, Kamala, half-ass. And if he started that stuff and then she goes, I support Joe Biden, that is a lot of crow to Oh, yeah, for sure. A, a big, unplucked crow to swallow. It's to the next level. You, yeah, you Kamala, half-ass over here. If, yeah, if both you, sides happen. If, and they're like, man, he's going after him. If Biden was on stage four years ago and every time he got, now you got that Kamala, half-ass. God knows what, and he would say exactly what Trump says. God knows what her real name is. Just keep waiting to see her shield and her sword pop out. And then the next thing you know, you got to say, I support that guy. Because Trump's going after Nikki Haley because her real first name is something different. Nikki Haley came out and said she's an Indian yesterday. That's going to, he's going to attack that soon. And then she's going to end up on his cabinet. But he's not attacking her the way he attacks Ron uh, DeSantis and that poor bastard who came out guns blazing just got stomped and then had to just on TV with his head down and his wife next to him just swallow all that crow. Just and who sanctimonious would eventually cave. He can't beat me. Can't do it. Even with this terrible case of syphilis. <laughs> a man without syphilis because he can't get laid. Man without syphilis. Tried. Can't do it. But then, I mean, I can't imagine that. That would be like, after all these years, I have to go, and also I support Dave Pratt and all of his efforts. It would be so much for me to eat, I couldn't do it. And that just shows you that he is sanctimonious. He has no real backbone. He's kind of, he's going to go with the winner. He could have supported Nikki Haley, but he knows she's going to lose, so he... He just chugged crow. He's looking for a job. Yeah. And he, he has to do yeah. it. That's the worst part. And maybe I'll make you chief janitor at the White House when I'm back in it. Ron, grab him up. <laughs> Help me clean the swamp. Only you're going to be doing real, real cleaning. 
you and all the rest of the people that we brought up. The Mexicans love me. We're going to bring them in. We're going to have them clean the White House. From all the liberal goo and probably insurer and diaper glunk. You know, they have those, they call them blowouts with a diaper, Brady. They call them blowouts. And I'm sure Joe Biden has several blowouts a day. A blowouts when the elastic doesn't hold. And it leaks down the thigh of your president. You know, it's going on right now. And this is going to be a doozy of a year. This is that actual audio? Yeah. <laughs> Blowout. I saw it in a huggy spot. <laughs> Said I didn't know what that was. It says most absorption and then prevents blowouts. I'm like, what's a blowout? And I looked it up and it isn't good. It's when Joe Biden has a blowout. There's too much poopy in the diaper and it falls out the side. The elastic can't hold it. It's just too much. And it's just got running down his thigh. President. Not good. Not a good look. I don't wear diapers. That's why he walks around back and forth on the stage, getting off. That's right. He doesn't know what he's doing. He's just filled with I have to wrap toilet paper around my massive member, though, because of all the discharge from my terrible case of syphilis. I just wrap it. I go in the bathroom, and I wrap it up. I wrap it around there. I don't want to have pecker spots. No, I don't want to. No, the gloves. It's a mummy member. My mummy it up. Brady's right. Wow. I toot in common. Oh. Toot in common. Mm-hmm. I see how it's spelled. But I don't have I don't have a blowout. I never have a blowout. Is that like, the gold? Have last night, no. Last night I lost in Dixville Notch. I don't know if you saw that. <laughs> it's out in Dixville. Six people vote in Dixville, and that's how it starts. And then I'll just blast her from there. That's Didn't it. you just say you wanted your voters to vote and die? No, live free and die. That's the Granite oh, okay, State gotcha. motto. But if you do, vote for Biden. Then I do wish you'd die. Before the election. Oh, yeah. It's going to be a long year. At the Eagles the other night, Don Henley could barely talk. But he sang like an angel. It's still the weirdest thing in the world. We're all sick. The whole band's sick. And he's lozenge going the whole time. And he goes, I guess it's not too uh, late to say Happy New Year. And the crowd gives that. It was like a crowd of communists. Just nobody stood up. A bunch of white faces. They clap when they were told. Uh, Happy New Year, 2024. It's going to be a doozy. And then he walked away from the mic, and I was like, that, that was really funny. That was as good as it got for the banter with the crowd, with the Eagles. It's not very funny. Wait, he sang something. Most of the Eagles blowouts. Big trouble. <laughs> I still wear boxers, Brady. Confident that my anal ring... Intact. You know why? Because I'm not a liberal. <laughs> not a liberal. Liberals all have loose bottoms. And I won't say why, but we Tiny all, we all know bottoms. why they have <laughs> loose bottoms. They've been touting that agenda for a long time. And they've all tried it. They've all tried it and usually blew out their O-ring. Like those old change purses that you use too much and then find. Like an old sock. That's a liberal behind. An old sock. It's like when the elastic gives and it just slides down right to your ankle. That's what they do to their butts. Not me. I put it in the butt. I don't take one. Not like a liberal. Not like that Jew Holmberg. The liberal Jew Holmberg. That's right. Biden supporter. <laughs> if you believe what you read. Anyway, Dixville Notch. New Hampshire. I'm going to win it. Get used to it. It's going to be the whole year. Oh, my God. And again, if you'd have told me, hey, John, when you're 51 years old, Two 80-year-old men are going to fight for a whole year. <laughs> Sign me up. <laughs> but I didn't know that that's what they meant. Like, if you'd have told me as a kid, hey, I see you into a crystal ball in, in 2024, you're going to be 51 years old, and you're going to watch 
from February till November. Two 80-year-olds fight hard. And I mean hard. Uh, are you interested in that? I'd be like, yeah, I think I, I, think I want that. I'm going to go ahead and try. And then you die. I'm like, okay. But, that's a, but I would have signed up for the idea of it. And now in reality, it just seems like a really slow fight for a long time. <laughs> There's a lot of stuff like that. If you'd have told me when I was five that the guy in the Wheaties box was going to have a better set of cans than all of our wives. <laughs> like, huh? <laughs> yeah. Going to be a woman. You want to see that? Yeah. Yeah, I want to see that. And then in reality, when it actually happened, you're like, oh, I shouldn't, I shouldn't have rooted for this. This is not. <laughs> you know that doll you're playing with? Yeah. NFL MVP, 1974. Yeah. He's going to murder a couple of people. <laughs> what? <laughs> no, he's not. Yeah, you know. You're crazy. It's going to be completely irrational, unjustified murder, too. And he's going to get away with it. You want to see that? Yeah, I kind of want to see that. And then in reality, I'm like, I, and then you don't really want to see it. No, oh, you like uh, Fat Albert, huh? I sure do. Uh, he's a rapist, you know. What? You want to see that? Yeah. No, I don't really want to see that. I want to see how that ends up. If you'd have told me all the stuff that I know now, and this is the first time that I can in my brain say, ooh, no, I... I was wrong about this. Two 80-year-old men fighting seems like a good idea, but no, it's, it's not. I mean, still, though, my brain kind of wants to watch, like, a fist fight, but not the way they're doing it. Yeah, if it it's could be, be like funny. a Jake Paul challenge. Yeah, well, if he could be on the undercard of a Jake Paul fight where Jake Paul fights some washed-up 50-year-old and it's like, all right, this is great. And who's the undercard? Trump Biden? Okay, yeah, I want to see that. <laughs> Does it decide anything? No, it's just going to make one of them louder. It'd be like bum fights from back oh, in the day on the internet. Yeah. You thought you oh, wanted man. to see That's that. exactly what you watched. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It was like, oh, they're fighting hobos? And then yeah. you got the video and you're like, this is actually making me sad immediately. But, yeah, I mean, at the end, it's like it doesn't like the, the winner doesn't get to be president. No. You know, you watched it. You watched me on the undercard of the Paul fight. I kicked Biden's ass. I kicked his ass good. Physically, I can do it. Mentally. He's just a slow old man. Like, oh, I don't want to watch that. That's sad. Nobody wants to see their grandpa take a shot, even from another grandpa. <laughs> but in principle, the headline, two 80-year-old men fight on corner of 27th Avenue and Encanto, you're like, I want to see that. Until you're actually seeing it. I don't know. I think I'm just going to vote for Brett. He seems to be the most logical person in my life. <laughs> Every time he says something, I'm like, hey, that's really stupid, but it would work. Uh, speaking of, what do you got on the big board of musical treats over there? Uh, wake Up Song brought to you by Action Ride Shop. And, uh, one second. Oh, you broke something. No, no, no. Oh. Uh, it, you know, it, it's, we've got tons of rain down here. they got tons of snow up north. You know, three inches. inches in the last 24 yeah. inches. You know, three, four inches. Six inches in the last three days. So Action Ride Shop's the place you need to go to get them uh, snowboards or skis tuned up and ready to roll up north and... If you're not sure you want to make the big purchase, they got a huge rental department right there. So actionrideshop.com is where you want to go or just go in there and talk to the boys. They're going to get you on the right track. And considering, you know, the conversation had dominated most of the morning, that's pretty much where our conversation is going. The uh, Corey Taylor, uh, Culture Head, uh, Van Halen, uh, uh, Mean Streets for Gilbert. 
Uh, Volbeat's still counting for all the Gilbert assholes. <laughs> Ozzy's crazy babies. Youth Gone Wild. Youth of a Nation. My Generation from The Who. Whitewashed from uh, August Burns Red. Good one. Enterprise uh, Earth, Where Dreams Are Broken. Vicarious from Tool. Bleed the Free. Crazy Bitch for the Gilbert Moms. And a Frank Stallone, <laughs> Far From Over for the Gilbert Goons, because yeah. their reign of terror That's continues. Right. It is Far From Over, and that is the most intimidating type of song you could play for them. <laughs> I like Still Counting by Volbeat, but that's just because of me loving Volbeat so much. I think that's a keeper. Uh, a guy said, man, I just heard that Toledo said his uh, son's girlfriend left him. Uh, I don't know why he needed medicine. If there's anybody that can help you with being abandoned, it's Toledo. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. You were the perfect father for that. Your girlfriend left you. That's nothing. At least you met her. Uh, yeah, I don't care what we use. I like anything Toledo's on that list. That in. Which one? I think he's going still counting. Oh, okay. Still counting by Volbeat. That's a solid one. First line in it. Should have been the first thing that was said last night by Mark Curtis. Counting all the assholes in the room, I'm definitely not alone. Welcome to Channel 12's Town Hall. <laughs> and again, try to picture. Cher. If you picture Cher singing this, not only will it bring a smile to your face, uh, you'll realize how good the song actually is that you can picture Cher singing it and you'll still enjoy it, which is crazy. Because it doesn't fit. It shouldn't be a song she sings, but the dude sounds just like her when you start putting her face on it. Have her straddle the gun ship, too. Like but on the, free, on the other side of things, you've turned people off of Old B2 because no, of that. Because no. they're like, oh, I can't listen to it now because it's just Cher. You can. I know that it's initially a oh. shock. Give it another chance and go for the laugh. And once you get the laugh in, you're like, man, uh, it, it, you can't get it, you know. Heaven no hell. You can have her up on the big barrel. It doesn't and, make you sad. No, it's, it's an immediate smile. Yeah. Yeah. I I think it's my favorite thing in the world. Little mom tells a beautiful. Sitting in a temple, I guess. And you just picture her up on that gunship kicking her feet. Singing Volbeat, and you can't help but giggle. And then the song's so good. This is fun now. I like Volbeat by themselves, but boy, tag share into that thing. You got yourself a party. Uh, I got to find it myself. In. Uh, is it called Still Counting? Yeah. Yeah, that's what I thought. I don't get it. Man, they had a collab. Share and Volbeat? Yeah. You wouldn't know. You'd, you'd never be able to figure out who's doing what. It's almost like when Larry and Shannon were broadcast. They got the same the voice same and the same voice. delivery. You didn't know who was talking. Yeah. You can't have that. It's out of control now. It is an ugly morning. A lot of fog and nastiness and not going to stop for a long time. So again... Be careful. Don't be dicks. It is pretty. There's a guy out there on his Harley now. I know. I hear that. Is is that what's going on? Is that what that was? Yeah, that's what that noise is. You think he's just pulling over because it's too... No. I think he works across the street there. He starts that thing up every once in a while. That thing guns up. You can hear it through walls. That's a big one. But yeah, be careful out there. Especially watching out for dudes in Harleys. Oh. In this weather, no yeah, way. Just don't run each other. All the way, Mo. It's all we're asking. We need all the listeners we can keep. Uh, uh, it's time now for Brady to give you all the news that only Brady knows. It's brought to you by our friends at Hooters. 
And it's Tuesday, so how about some lunch? Go to Hooters for lunch every Monday through Friday from 11 to 2. You get $2 off any 10-piece wings, fish, and chips, and salads. Lunch punch cards get double punches on Tuesday, too. So it's always a great day at Hooters. And today, it's a double punch. So head to Hooters and say, thanks for this, Brady Report. Brady Report. Good Tuesday morning to you, Phoenix. Hello, world. Hi. Happy National Handwriting Day. One of my favorites. Oof, man. <laughs> not, not national. I mean, we all have handwriting. Not good. Mine's terrible. Mine used to be great. Now it's just slop. Now it's almost shorthand. Why Brady's. should I? I'll just text. I don't need to write anything Swear down. To God, those Some schools don't teach it. Handwriting? Yeah. Cursive, especially. Well... They have to teach them how to write letters. Yeah, though I mean yeah. print. Yeah, maybe but, not. Uh, that was one of the cool things I thought that they've cut out cursive in schools. Some schools have. No kidding. Are you familiar with these schools, or are you just saying that? Is this a Brady? No, fact? that was one of the things that uh, when we put Kirby into you know they say we were teaching cursive writing. Uh, I didn't even uh, know that. I thought pretty amazing. Yeah. yeah, you should be able to write. That's pretty. That's silly. But yeah, I swear on those uh, Veterans Day letters we read from the kids. If you slipped one of Brady's in there, I wouldn't know. That <laughs> <laughs> your handwriting, you don't have good stuff. No, Yours is terrible. Equally as bad, but Brady's is my and my dad's handwriting is amazing. Is it really? It, oh yeah, we. I definitely didn't get that from him. Brady's should be looked at by scientists. I just need to take more. time. I could be a doctor. <laughs> I don't think that matters. You just. You make letters weird. You do backwards things a lot. It's the lefty thing. It's like the Toys R Us sign with backwards. It's not the lefty thing because then it would be universal to lefties. It's a well. There is there's the the hook. There there is a tendency you can tell Mm. lefty writing. Yours is more than just lefty. You got some. I've had a little spice to it. (laughs) Right, like a lot of schwas don't make any sense to have a schwa there, but they're in there. A couple of basic fun facts: Prince played twenty seven instruments. On his debut album, For You, in 1978. He was only 19 years old at the time. Prolific. That's the word used for Prince, because the dude could play everything and pump out a song an hour. He was the Bob Ross of music. Uh, Except for he had some masterpieces. Bob Ross never did. But, man, he has a lot of garbage. I know we've heard this one before, but it's a good reminder, in case you get this question thrown at you for baseball trivia. Okay. A pitcher named Hoyt Wilhelm. Oh, yeah. Made his Major League Baseball debut in 1952 and hit a home run in his first at-bat. He played 20 years, total of over 400 at-bats, never hit another homer. Very first pitch he knocked out was the first time he stood in the box. How about that? Didn't Hoyt Wilhelm play with the uh, Sox for a while? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Hooters got its name from a Steve Martin comedy routine. Really? Never knew this. Where he said, I believe it's derogatory to refer to a woman's breasts as boobs, jugs, Winnebago's, or golden bozos. And you should only refer to them as hooters. Oh. Hmm. And the restaurant was born. So technically, the Brady Report is brought to you by Steve Martin. The first cereal that offered a kid's prize was Kellogg's Corn Flakes in 1909. It was a toothbrush. People who bought two boxes could send away for a book called Funny Jungle Land Moving Pictures. Oh, you had to actually send away and then like wait 14 wait days a for yeah. a pony Jungle to deliver? Jungle Land. That's what I thought. I looked it up and it's it's animals. It's all animals. Well, right. That's what I thought. Well, I was thinking 1909. <laughs> who knows what kind of characters they had in it. 
Luckily, I was I mean, emailing yeah. somebody back. Yeah, you didn't get to look at that. <laughs> no. Yeah, I uh, I assumed Jungle Land would be all animals too, Brady. <laughs> Turns out it's all animals. Big disappointment. Big big disappointment. Sorry. For I the time, you. I assumed it would be a bunch of pygmies and Udi Bangas. <laughs> Turns out, just giraffes and stuff like that. Big whoop. <laughs> Orkin just posted this 2024 list of top cities for bed bugs. And Chicago is number one for the fourth year in a row. They lead the league in bed bugs. Huh? Four years ago, uh, before Chicago began this unfortunate streak, D.C. was number one. I thought Vegas would be with all the Man, different people so. showing up there. From all over the place. Yeah. New York City is second but this I think year. The issue with Vegas is, is that there's less people living there. And those bedrooms get cleaned and deloused a more lot. Often. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm wondering if it's just a factor of cleanliness. Because it's not bed bugs in hotels. I bet you Vegas does somehow or another lead in that. Maybe yeah. not. New York City is second, followed by Philadelphia, Cleveland, slash Akron, Ohio. All dirty cities. Yep. Los Angeles, Detroit, then D.C., Indianapolis, Charlotte, and Champaign, Illinois. What's the top ten. And also... Like, maybe the desert isn't a good place for bed bugs either. Because mm. it seems to be all kind of moist and disgusting places. All places you don't want to live. Yeah, Detroit. For Tucson's not on there. That proves my point that it might be <laughs> weather related. It's Ohio and Indianapolis. Philadelphia. Ugh, Detroit. There's a new survey that asked Americans if they'd prefer a job they love or a, over a high-paying job. 66% said they'd pass on the extra money to have a job they enjoyed. Younger adults are more split. 52% of the workers under 35 say they'd pick the job they love over the one they hate with a higher salary. Huh. Why can't you have both? That's the goal. Yeah, it's the dream, right? Have a high-paying job you actually like going to. I've always said that. Find your passion. And do it uh, to the best of your abilities. And usually money will chase that or find that. Like if you're doing something you really love to do, somehow or another money just kind of creeps in there. But uh, you'll also not work a day in your life. 72% of America's Americans in this survey say they define success based on happiness, contentment, and fulfillment over wealth, status, and achievement. Yeah, but you can get a lot more uh, happiness and fulfillment with wealth and status. So, <laughs> double-edger. Babycenter.com just posted a list of normal names that are becoming way less common. The ones that dropped this year the most. Brooke was just uh, 471st most popular name for girls last year. That used That's to be down 200 high. spots. Whoa. Julius is down 189 spots for boys. Mackenzie down 184. Johnny down 150. John's gone. There are no new kids named John. That is a dead name. Richard. Oh, all of us. David, Richard, yeah. Brett, yeah. John. All of us have old-fashioned weirdo names. None of those are, uh, other than Johnny, none of the other ones like Richard, the ones you mentioned, are in the top ten. But Amanda, Michelle, Diana, Bradley. Angela, Nora. All out. Dropped uh, at least 100 spots. 
and Nora was 91 spots. Because everybody's named Hayden, Caden, Jaden, Jackson. I think all the girls are still Maddie and Hannah. A lot of Madisons. A lot of Madisons. Trying to remember, Lisa's got a bunch of one name. I'm forgetting. Isabel's popped up again. That's my grandma's name. That one's thrown out there a lot. A lot of young people named Isabel. Ellie. Ellie. Ellie's huge. Yeah. Yeah. And I think Taylor will make a jump here soon. A new poll found men are generally waking up more well rested than women are. The research has shown that women might need a little more sleep in general. One study put it at an average of 11 minutes more. That's nothing. So as for the women come on, whole, come on, that's the same amount. So we can now just say to them, oh, you must be tired. You go get your 11 minutes. Give me another 11 minutes. Yeah, you need another 11. Put your snooze at 11 minutes. Right. Just hit it one more time, ladies. You'll catch up with us. There's a school in North Carolina that just had to take a drastic had to take drastic action to stop kids from spending all day in the bathroom making TikToks. They they took the mirrors down in the bathroom. <laughs> really? Teachers at Southern Middle School in Graham, North Carolina, noticed kids were asking to use the bathroom up to nine times a day. The answer is no. Just say no. A- Can't do that. Just. Tell them I was allowed. They'll get in trouble. We uh. had teachers that wouldn't let us use the bathroom. No. Hold it. No, you hold it. We're not done yet. They'll, you'll get your chance in a while. No. What happened to the word no with your precious prick Well, angels? here's the deal, though. If it's a middle school, there, no. there are multiple, they're seeing multiple teachers. So that sure. teacher would have no idea that they took three bathroom breaks during the one. Again. You know, if they get one break, okay. You get your break between classes. You use the restroom and you show yeah. up. The answer is no. Use your time better. You don't go to a meeting at work, wander down the hall, go in the meeting and right in the middle of it going, Mrs. Karras, Mrs. Karras, Mrs. Karras, what is it, John? May I use the restroom? We're in the middle of a meeting, you idiot. What? what did, you didn't do it before? Well, don't be a jerk. If I hold it, it's bad for me. You hold it through a meeting. That's what you do at work that you... No roofers are sitting there going, hand me them nails. Where'd he go? Well, I had to go to the bathroom again. Dude, one more time. Before we start working and get up on the roof, you take a piss. Once we're up here, no piss until we're done. You go over there and do it off the edge of the house. Right, or pee on the house. Off the roof. (laughs) But you don't break in the middle of things to go pee. You've mismanaged your break before. Oh, tell these little pricks no. Practice today, Brady, when Kirby says, I want Raising Canes, and it is going to hurt right. you. Oh, sure. Try it. I will. Try it. Put my canes. foot down today. Yeah. It is going to be the strangest no. There's going to be a word she's not even going to understand. Mm-hmm. No canes, but we'll go to Spinato's. Daddy. Oh, all of it. No, no. <laughs> Daddy, I want to go to a Raising Cane. Daddy. Okay, No. Refuse to go to Raising Cane's. Fire up the Porsche. <laughs> we'll take your car. All right. Right Daddy. it out. I'll get him to Raising Cane. We're not going there. You stay home. I will go there. I'll get it for you. 
Now, we're not going to Raising Cane's. DoorDash will bring it to us. <laughs> Try just saying absolutely not. Just don't feed her tonight. No. No meal. Why? Because I said no. Because I. What happened to a dad saying, because I said so? Toledo doesn't know about that. Dad, say that. I we never, never knew why. That. You probably said it to your kid, just in eight. Oh, 100%. Because I said so. Well, I won't. I don't care. Chris never really took well to that. Well, well, oh, well. What does that mean? It means because I said so. I mean, shut up. I'm watching TV. <laughs> to jump back to the peeing. Boy, the man with the private bathroom has a lot of thoughts about me peeing off the roof. But you know what I don't do? <laughs> you know what I don't do? I'll be right back. Yep. Yeah. Like, I have to pee sometimes when the show's going on, and I wait until there's a break. <laughs> I wear Depends. <laughs> Brady has, yeah, and he's had a couple blowouts, and we know it. But I admire that. No. The answer is no. There's a 23-year-old California woman that got arrested last Wednesday for stealing dozens of Stanley Tumblers. They're hot right now. What is the big deal with those things? Man, they're they're 70 bucks. Gilbert. Right. 70 bucks. The Gilbert mom they're just is. Yetis, right? I mean, no, at the end of the go. day. They're not as good as Yetis. <laughs> with a, with a handle. They have a handle on them, and yeah, it's... And you're right. They're, you know, she stole uh, 70 of them. A little over 70, I believe. 65 tumblers out that's of the trunk. That's less than 70. And then mm. they had more in the front seat. No, that's more than But 70. totaled $2,500 worth of Stanley tumblers. She packed the grocery cart at the store and went out of there. They tried to stop her. They couldn't catch her. And the cops got her about a mile down the road. Yeah. In Beaumont, Texas, authorities are searching for three men. They're calling the, Sto- the Three Stooges because they knocked off a Popeye's restaurant. And the video surveillance camera shows that all three stop, of them don't. tumbling over each other. You got a video? No. There you is a video. There is a video. Yes. <laughs> Hold on. I just have the still shot of the. Nah, one. Uh, so they're, is, they're looking have... for the Stooges. Do we got the goons and the Stooges? What's going on? It's like a seventies punk club around here. Was it a robbery? You said. Yeah, they end up getting a uh, cash out of the register. <laughs> I'm not. He's got to walk I can't away. Wait. I can't wait. <laughs> And every black guy listening is like, come on, be a white dude. Shut up, Brett. Are you kidding me? Shut up, Brett. Here's the video. Uh, All right, let's see. (laughs) (laughs) They're coming in off the uh, icy. They're sliding all over the Popeyes. sliding all over the tile. And they went right back. Are they stealing the... What are they stealing? They don't have the van shoes. Remember those, John? You had to wear the right shoes to... Slippery. Well, they're doing a good job hiding their faces, but police are still looking for three black guys. I mean, come on. <laughs> right there, I'm pretty sure that guy's. Well, yeah, go back a little bit. I think the second guy's face shows. All right. Damn it, Brett's right. <laughs> Sorry about that, everybody. It's not our fault. Uh, a suspected cocaine dealer was found hiding inside a dryer in his kitchen. The police uh, got a warrant to search the house, and uh, his uh, his name's Dar- Darren Pittman. He's 26 years old, and when the police were getting towards the house, uh, Michelle Smith, his 19-year-old girlfriend, yelled several times that, uh, he ain't in here. <laughs> 
you can go away now. Yeah. Search the residence. Yeah, that's the first thing the cops usually are like. Oh, okay, sorry. Oh well, in that case, we'll go to somewhere else. They uh, we're going to Popeyes. <laughs> yeah. 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 Someone's going out of Popeyes. He's got a call. They heard a noise. They weren't sure where it was coming from. Went back in the kitchen, and then that's where the guys could see the dryer. Guy's small enough to fold He's up. Cram in himself there. in there. Yeah. Wow. It's not who I want to see stuck in a no. dryer, but yeah. you know, I like that. Tiny dude hiding in the dryer. I've got one real quick radio video. And before that, a PSA. The subject of the email says Toledo likes to suck toes. So immediately I clicked on that. Uh-huh. It says, please send out a PSA to the idiots out there uh, in the rain. Stop cutting us off. Roll offs, dump trucks, semis. We weigh up to uh, 80,000 pounds in certain cases. Mix that with wet roads and it's a recipe for disaster. Knock it off. Damon's right. I watched people last night. I walked from 2nd Street and Adams to uh, the uh, Cityscape Apartments. Tenth of a mile. And the little grates that are over the city uh, sidewalks, they're, those things are ice. They, I couldn't believe how slippery they were because there's so, this, we never get rain enough right. to make our, everything was like a I'll slip inside. I watched right so many people just like Whoop. hit it and their feet were going out from under them. I'm like, man, so if that's that way, the roads have got to be insane. Uh, find an empty parking lot and do donuts today, but don't do it on the freeway. This is in Vietnam at a uh, textile plant. And we're making some giant fabrics here. Yeah, probably yeah. Some, <laughs> some Jordans going out the door. Uh, so or surveillance video. There's a big red uh, thing of fabric There's of some woman, sort, some black lady talking to another go. lady. There's a big uh, thing that's going to turn on and start spinning, and they're both looking in like something's wrong. And hair oh, caught that one's caught in the hair and all. Off and she goes. The other gone. one's trying and, to grab her. And down the line, they oh, got to they they run around her. the corner. It's a massive conveyor spinner. It's like oh, Augustus. Man. He's, he's yeah. up the pipe. Don't worry. Before he hits the up, it'll spin her out. Wow. By the hair. Right into the machine. Oh, wear a pony. Tuck it. Oh, Oh, my God. Grabbed her by the hair and just, woof. Okay. Yikes. That's it? You can find that one on One Pop News Instagram. Brett? All right. Kids don't go there. No. One Pop News? Probably. Yeah, why not? A little mild today. Pop News? (laughs) Brady's thing. Uh, That's me. One Pop News. That's right. Here's some Asian broad trying to drive. I don't know if that's appropriate to say. Of course it is. And they're allowed to drive. Oh, I know. Oh, she's going that's sideways. She's, oh, she's trying hit, to drive. She's hit the first barrier. Now she's going to try and... There's a bicycle parked. Nobody near it. Isn't there a cement thing in front of her? She's in a very strange... Looks like it. I think she hit it. She's in a very oh, okay. awkward I, angle. I thought I saw well, put it in park. Oh, she put it in reverse oh, and got out. Oh, and she's trying to get back in. And oh, she's oh. trapped between the car oh. and the door. Oh! That thing's got a strong reverse yeah, idle. Yeah, a Chinese roller. Man, oh, all right. Wow. <laughs> it's not the name of that dance. Jeez. Yeah, she got right. trapped. What'd she get out for? Uh, I don't, I don't move know. Move the cement barrier? I don't know. Just back up a little. She knew to go in reverse, but then she got out. Oh, my goodness. All right. That did not help the stereotype. No. Robbing a Popeyes. You got a Chinese lady getting run over <laughs> by her traffic. own car. And some traffic in a cruddy area. A uh, motorcycle. Oh, oh, oh. A dump. Oh, oh, oh God. Wow. A 
Olympics, San Marcos. That's a, that is, wow. goes back to the PSA. I just said, uh, yeah, there's a guy wow. on a motorcycle that gets run over by a big Squish. rock hauler, and there is a lot of intestines on the road right now. Oh, my goodness. He's going to be late to work. And wow. why is the bus stopping? Like, the guy's got passengers, and they're just going one mile an hour. Like, is there a doctor on the bus by chance? (laughs) If you look to your right, people, uh, we'll see. We'll see the insides of that guy. Is there a doctor on the bus? I doubt it. (laughs) Buses very rarely transport doctors, but just in case. We'll end with this. So, like, uh, some state fair, some circus stuff going on here. means no penile stuff. No, no, no. We're we're clean for as far as that goes. Okay. Got the, you know, the circle of death there. Ooh, it's the, what is it? The, the motorcycles. Motorcycles the and a One car. Falls, they both fell. Oh, the car's oh, coming down. Oh. The car's coming down. Oh, oh sure enough. They're on one of those pel- oh. pelodromes or whatever those are called. Oh, yeah, okay. The death, the death tube that they That's ride cycles sideways. They get that car going up that eye. How did they get that little Fiat on the side of that going? Yeah, how do you start that? Is that called centrifugal force? Yeah, yeah. Not sure. Yeah. And there's two motorcycles in a car. One of the yeah. motorcycles isn't going fast enough. He falls. The other one falls. I know. When Brady said, yeah, I have to think yeah. to myself, I've just been lied to. They ran out of gas. <laughs> Sorry. The little so Yugo crush. Yeah, that's exactly Correct. Nice. And then when he's right, he looks at you all smug. Like, don't. I, yeah, good job, John. At best, you're 50 50. You go to commercial, guess who's yeah. grabbing his phone? I know, and then starts telling you, well, centrifugal force was invented you know, by Dave Centrifugal. 50% of the centrifugal force. Okay, don't. Acts happen <laughs> in this country. That doesn't make any sense. Spitball okay. and Brady. Woo! Absolute yeah. sense. Yeah. Absolute Got an email from uh, Phil's that says, uh, my kids are listening, and they said they have teachers that don't let them go to the bathroom uh, during class. Oh, good. Perfect. You're supposed to go yeah, before? Yeah, I do those, yeah. Because he would... They're on to him most of the time. And go to the bathroom for 20 minutes and then come back and he missed half a class. Uh, uh, Kadim wants to say, am I the only one that notices Brady does a great job pronouncing black, black, black ethnic names? Because yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think uh, the one that you tried to do was Michelle A. And you called her Michelle, which I really enjoyed. I think that's <laughs> I even better. Michelle Michelle. Yeah, that's what I think. I would assume that Michelle A would be. I need that story. Is that, oh, or Michaela. It was M-Y-S-H-E-L-L-A. I said Michelle. Yeah, maybe, but I'd say Michelle A. Because shell in the middle. And they'd very rarely do the hillbilly or Ohio uh at the end. And like you the say Sciota instead of C-H, uh, The third perp involved, C-H-A-D-E. Yeah. I've seen Chade. But Chade. It was a 19-year-old male. Doesn't matter. Chade. 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 Smooth operator. Yeah, I think maybe Chade Johnson. <laughs> Another email that says, did Brady say those guys that robbed the Popeyes were the, known as the Stooges? Yeah, is that that's, what the, that's what the article said, actually. <laughs> he says it was a Lay Ray, Curly, and Fro. <laughs> <laughs> Scott Haynes strikes again. <laughs> okay. Horrible. Curly. I called it, though. Yeah, that's good. Uh, it's 814. You did. And unfortunately, <laughs> I'm sorry to everybody out there, it wasn't incorrect. <laughs> All us whites thought it. It's like when, uh, what was it, Chappelle said that a long time. I don't know, it might not have been Chappelle, but he said every time a serial killer was on TV that they'd cross their fingers and go, stay white, stay white, stay white, stay white. <laughs> and it was always a white guy like, yes. Uh, active, that is true. Active shooters. That's true. Active shooters. They're always crossing fingers. Well, please be white. Please be white. Well, it, sometimes we know who's doing it. Uh, it's 814. 
Uh, there you go. That is your Brady Report. It's 98 KUPD. It's out of control now. 98 morning sickness. Morning sickness. I got uh, angry people emailing me again, but this time they're not really that angry. They're like, John, how dare you say that if you do your passion, the money will find you? That's misleading. Like, That's not true. And then another guy says, what about teachers? LOL. Money won't find you there. Sure it will. If you do your passion. See, here's the thing. Like, if you're passionate about your job, you get weird about it and you start doing it all the time. I'm not saying I am because I could have done a lot more. I could have been a contender. I could have done a ton more. And if I did a ton more, more would have followed. If you're a teacher and you're super passionate about it and you just you just won't stop doing it, next thing you know, you're you know, a professor in a college or you're running a, some private thing. If you're just going to you know, Roosevelt Elementary over in Mesa and you get up at uh, 7.30 and you go to school and then you go home at 5 when you're done grading papers and you just kind of sit around and watch TV, yeah, you're passionate for what you're – but you're getting what you get. A crazy passionate person goes home, tutors some more kids – on the weekends, they're teaching. Like, that's that weird passion. That's when the money shows up. Or you become a professor at a university, right, right. then there's the money. Or at a private school. But that's the ones that are, like, constantly. That's the thing about passion. It's like, we all think we've got it. It's rare. Like, those people that have it are like, they give their lives up for the thing. Like, you just don't understand. Like, Kevin Durant, to me, it's weird. Because, what you know what Kevin Durant likes to do for fun? Shoot basketballs. It's like a dog with a tennis ball. He can't stop. That's passion. You watch a dog with a toy, that's passion. Do you have that kind of stuff? That's when I, when I say that, if you have a passion for something that's like crazy and you get it as a job, money will eventually follow. That's true. Because most of and the time. And it helps that, that, you know, that passion. Because you can have a passion for something and you're not good at it. That makes it tough. Sure. But that's but very like rare. For Kevin Durant passion for shooting a basketball right. and you realize you're that good at it see i that, think that helps the passion i think that if you have a passion for something like that you're gonna go till you're good enough i think you're just gonna push 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 until that you're comes good down enough. To now you drive. might not be kevin durant great because eventually you're gonna be in the same room yeah as a bunch of dudes with that same passion because if you quit you didn't have the passion it's the old charlie parker thing from the movie whiplash they said uh, you know and the teacher was being so mean to him, and then he whips that symbol at him and nearly kills him. And he goes, don't you think it's dangerous, though? What if it made Charlie Parker quit? And he goes, then he didn't have the passion to begin with. If you're willing to quit, you didn't have it. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, people have, I, people tell me, you've got a passion for this. Man, to a certain degree, it ends when you know the day's over and I want to do other stuff. Passion is, is, like to me, that's giving up all sorts of other things in your life to dedicate it to that deal. And if I was a teacher... I'd guarantee you, I'd be, uh, I'd have to be pretty goddamn passionate uh, to want to do it. I wouldn't want to do the nine to five teaching thing and then go home and go, "This is my check." It'll kill the passion fast. Yeah, I'd have to say, my brother, that's a passion. He's passionate, but he can't stop as, yeah. teaching. And if yeah. you say, "Hey, you want to teach Saturday?" He's like, "Yes." Like that's the like it's a dog with a tennis ball type thing. It's like yes, I want to do that. And then the next thing you know, your brother's doing really well. And it's science like, Olympiad. Right. You want to go to yeah. another science tournament? Oh. Yeah, I want to bring these students I've, over there. I met a teacher who wanted to spend an entire weekend listening to kids read their essays at some event, and I'm like, don't you get enough of that? He goes, it's it's what I do. I'm like, okay, there's that. The teachers that I admire are the ones that phone it in, 
collect their check, and at 5 o'clock they're drinking with me. That's what I like. That's what I'd be doing. <laughs> but you see true passion in someone that's, they don't, you're right, they don't say no to the opportunity to do the thing. You want to, you, you tell me, hey, you want to do a morning show on Saturdays? <laughs> no. There's probably more money in it for me, and yeah, there'd be, extra, no, I don't want to wake up on a Saturday and do this. I do enough. I'm passionate about my time frame. And you can burn out on that passion, sure. too. can eat it alive. But then I don't think you really had the passion to begin with. If you can burn on it, very rarely does a dog get tired of chasing a ball. And it's life at eight. It's like, I've done the ball thing. I'm done. With, uh-uh. They, they're old. They'll hip dysplasia. And you throw a ball and their heads go, oh. And I walk towards that now. They Which, have what that makes drive. It tough for, you know, like when you say like Kevin Durant or a pro athlete to say, I've got this is my passion. But all of a sudden you get to that age where your body can't. You can't do it anymore. Yeah. But you fulfilled it at that point. Yeah, it isn't a, it isn't being that, able to step away at the time, you'll know. The great Ryan Sandberg. This is what passion is to me. And a lot of times it's applied to sports, and it isn't fair, but it's true of a lot of things. The great Ryan Sandberg just recently diagnosed uh, and came out the other day with a very aggressive, uh, what do they call it, Met- metastasized uh, prostate cancer. cancer. So it's not just prostate cancer, which is you know highly treatable. It's the one that's kind of probably gone into his bones and everything else. So Ryan's 64. Ryan Sandberg made more money than anybody in baseball at the time. He was like a $10 million contract, million a year. He had a, I remember he was on the cover of Sports Illustrated, first million dollar player. What is going on? And he had all the money he could ever dream of, and he was set and well off and everything else, retired from baseball. You're like, nice job. You clap. You know what he did? He hopped on a bus and tried to coach a single A baseball team just to be around it. How many of these athletes that have been humping it? For you know how many years, just breaking their bones, breaking their bodies, uh, staying on the road the entire time, retire from it and jump right back in. You'd think that that would kill you. Bob Brenly was in baseball as a player and a coach. He's made tons of money. He could retire. He needs to be around it. He travels all over the country and follows a bad team sometimes. Goes to every game that he's allowed to go to. And sure, you're going to need breaks, but that to me is where passion is like, I don't have that for anything. I have passions. I do not have the passion. I love what I do. I like this job a ton. But, I, you know, when it's, you know, if somebody wants me to do it all day, I'm going to hate it. Like, I like the way it's set up. Could I have made tons more and done an afternoon show in Dallas while I did this morning show here? And uh, potentially, you know, yeah, absolutely. But did I did I have that passion? No, I wasn't willing to put the time and energy in. That's I, mine ends here. I hit my ceiling. I like this. Could I have? You know, we had opportunities to put this in different cities and all sorts of stuff. Did I have the the passion to overcome fourteen program directors in tiny towns like Reno? And no. Not at all. I don't want to listen to some scuzz bucket in Tucson telling me I need to read something and then head to. And we're still, they'd invite me to Tucson to do stuff done. I don't want to do that. Crazy talk. Passion is rare in its fullest form. So when you say, oh, if teachers never have it, well, if you've got the passion, you got it. You've got the desire to teach, you have the passion to chase. And very rarely do we. But yeah, watching Kevin Durant say that. Seeing all these baseball players of Michael Jordan. That was the weirdest thing I've ever seen. And dude, I think that was more of an ego trip, but he did, I'll just get on a bus and play baseball. It didn't last long. 
Was it his passion? No. He jumped right back to basketball. He can't not be around it. I, if it was me, <laughs> if I retired and had all the money I needed, I was a billionaire. You know what the last thing I'd do is? Hang around my job. <laughs> Go back. Like <laughs> my dad goes back to construction sites and just stands there. That's what Michael Jordan does. He goes to basketball games in Charlotte a lot. Eh, I like it. You love the game more than anything else. So what I'm saying is, you're never going to make it. None of you've got it. <laughs> you're not going to Hollywood, dog. Most of us are worker bees, and that's what makes the special people special, is they've got that extra something. Kevin Durant answering the question, what do you like to do with your free time? Shoot basketballs is the craziest thing I could ever imagine. I like, do you ever take a break from it? No. It's ever, he shows up at the, he's there now. Six in the morning after a game last night at the gym, shooting basketballs, looking at films and things and doing basketball stuff. He's going to hop on a plane and go play some more basketball. And then when he's got some downtime, he's going to shoot basketballs. Most all of us don't have that. That's why he's extraordinary at what he does. I look at those people and they exhaust me. Jesus, you teach during the week, you teach at night, and you want to do it on the weekends? You want to listen to Tip the cap. There's a reason why you're a successful teacher. You don't want to get up on Saturday morning and do a podcast? No. I did that podcast with Caliendo, and both of us were like, geez, the drive. I know. It's an awful <laughs> lot. And then Zoom happened, and we were happy, and that's how I knew. I like this. But if it ended, I'd be okay with watching you know, air disasters on Smithsonian. That would fill the time equally. Uh, this guy emails and said, hey, Holmberg, I listened this morning to that guy who emailed you and called you a liberal Jew and a stern wannabe. I have to ask, don't you hate being called that? Which part? Yes, I do. I hate being called the liberal Jew. Biden loving Jew. Oh, that's right. That guy didn't include that part. I was a, a Biden liberal love, uh, piece of ass. A piece of ass. But the stern wannabe. So don't you hate being called the stern wannabe? I think you're a totally different person. You're funny and he's funny. You do interviews well and he's great at them. So how is this supposed to be a cut down to you? I don't think it is. Call me that all day long. I don't care. I think he's great at what he's done and accomplished. I don't think he's good anymore. If something happened to him, I haven't listened for years, but it seems kind of off. But, yeah, I don't think that's a – people who throw that at me, I'm like, okay. If that's what you think. Thanks for the compliment. Yeah, I guess. He just compared me to, like, you know, the guy who's the best who's ever done it. If I'm trying to be top like that, is, is that a dumb thing to try to emulate some of the stuff he's done? No, I don't copy him. I think I do totally different stuff. But you know what we should do? We should just embrace it for the people that think this is just a stern wannabe thing. And we'll change Brady's name to Red Robin and uh, <laughs> Toledo can be Baba Bastard and we'll just move on with that. <laughs> right, you can be Beetlejuice. <laughs> Brettlejuice. <laughs> Brettlejuice. I'm, I'm going to tell you something, Red Robin. Listen, look, Red Robin. Oh, I, 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 where's Baba Bastard? Where's Baba Bastard? <laughs> Look, Red Robin, I was masturbating last night. Let me tell you about this. Let me talk to you. In other words, I had my pants off. <laughs> yeah, Baba Bastard's my favorite thing in the world. Yeah, if that that would be a stern wannabe show. Hey, now. <laughs> At sporting events, Baba yeah. Bastard. <laughs> Every time Bro- Brooks Kepka tees off. Open. Don't Bubba think we're not going to do that at uh, oh, the Phoenix Fest Open. If you oh, guys yeah. do that at Phoenix Open and send <laughs> yeah. us tapes saying Baba Bastard, I'll very happily be the stern wannabe show. And Barrett Jackson's this week, oh. too. We'll do that. Baba Bastard! Yeah, that's for you, Toledo. They got you.
Blah, blah, bastard. <laughs> that's great. Thanks, Red Robin. Yeah, that's, I mean, if we have. Let's let's talk about Red Robin, the news. Let me tell you something about Red Robin. Look, Bubba Bastard, get get out of the room. You drive me nuts. Brettle Juice. Brettle Juice is here. We'll talk to Brettle Juice in a little while. Brady, we got to focus on what's going on. You're right. Here on the Howard Stern Wannabe Show. Brettle Juice will be there. and, 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 And Red Robin is here. She's gonna do the news. I, I don't know where he is. Where's Where's Baba Bastard? He's always He's always doing something else. Yeah, I like the idea that maybe we should do that for a month. Just the they call me Howard Stern wannabe and we'll do it. And now here's Red Robin with the news. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and some people like Stern, some people don't. I've, I I used to like him a ton, and then kind of fell off, and then. I don't know what he's up to now. I haven't listened for years. But if you want to call me that, call me that. That's I'm confident in what we've done being different enough. But I do like Red Robin, Baba Bastard, and Brittle Juice. <laughs> I think I could live with that. And I do kind of have a similar tone. Yeah. Because he sounds like Alan Alda. I also sound a little like Alan Alda. That's why it's so easy to do Alan Alda. And then, because it is pretty much, the, it's a two-for impression. I'm going to be in the showers watching Margaret. And then he's, you know, a little bit slower. And that. Anyway, thank you for the compliment. No, it doesn't bother me. Brett, would it bother you if you drove, uh, you know, a knockoff Ferrari that you built at home? A kid car? Like, it's just a fake Ferrari. No, not at all. I people think it. it's a Ferrari. Yeah. Like you've confused them. Yeah. So thank you. When you call me that, I'm not too worried. Now, if you called me a knockoff Pratt show, I'd hang myself. I'd hang myself. <laughs> I'd, be, I'd be dangling from a rafter right now, Red Robin. <laughs> I'd promise you. And then I, this isn't, don't email this. This wasn't meant to be a Stern bash. It says the difference between you and Stern is you're genuinely funny, and Stern surrounds himself with funny people, and he isn't himself funny. I, it, it doesn't matter. He's wildly successful. We'll have the, look, one of the, every weekend now on, the, on Friday in the squares, we'll have the Stern wannabe square. And we'll bring in uh, High Pitch Larry, <laughs> Brattle Juice. It's silly. That's I consider it a compliment, so call me that all day long. Now, where I got upset was the Biden-loving liberal Jew crack. Now, that I didn't understand. It was the Biden-loving part. Yeah, the Biden-loving part made me like, well, this guy clearly doesn't know me. And, and, and again, because the world doesn't know nuance at all, because I don't like Biden, doesn't mean I'm a super Trump fan. And then that pisses people off, and they're like, "Whoa, you just pick a side, pick a side!" Like you, you can't categorize. That's a tough side to pick. You can't categorize somebody that says, "Yeah, I probably lean more towards the Trump way, but I just can't tolerate when he goes off the rails." Sometimes I think when he goes off the rails, it's dead center onto the bullseye. And then he, it's like the guy who emailed me and had a decent point until he called me a Biden-loving <laughs> liberal Jew, Jew piece of. I mean, that was when it was like, well, dude, you just, you'd lost, you'd, you wouldn't shut up when you were winning. I got to tell you, being a, being a Biden loving liberal Jew wannabe Howard Stern piece of, it's not so bad. <laughs> anyway, I digress. So call me whatever you want. I'm fine. But just don't call me late for dinner. All right. Thank you, Red Robin. Red Thank Robin. you, Red Robin. Yum. <laughs>
Uh, anyway, uh, we've got tool tickets to give away, don't we? Sure. Sold out tool. Up, yeah. We got tickets to go see tool, and uh, we're going to do a little rainy day easy stuff. We're not going to make you drive and call us when the roads are like this. You guys, the first thing I saw this morning was a car facing the wrong way on the 51. It wasn't moving, which is good, but it was definitely not facing the direct direction it should be, which was north. And it was pointing the other way. I saw the red lights on the wrong side of the road. And I'm like, okay, this is a bad day. So we're going to make it easy on you. We'll tell you how you can win tool tickets next. It's 98. Oh, you hear the words you say sometimes? I mean, who talks like that? 98. Holmberg's morning sickness. It's Van Halen there. It's Foo Foo Fastered around, or is he still around? <laughs> what do we got? I like doing the fake Stern show. Uh, that we were just going on. I was. We were going to do something else there, and then Toledo plugged Unchained in by Van Halen. We all just, I'm, I'm playing that. If, uh, we were just saying how, well, how much attitude is in that song, that album, that band. And 43 years later, that song still, still shows up in your speakers, and if it was a person, it would punch you. It's just, it's and like Brady said, but they're also dudes you'd want to hang out with. They were funny. You knew you were. It's Mexico back in the eighties. It's fun. Something terrible's probably going to happen, but I'm going. Yeah. There's peaches. There's beauty. There's something dark and weird hiding behind us. They, they were everything. That is so missing from all music now. And that's not old man speak. I think young people would admit there's not a lot of like attitude coming out of your speakers. Eminem was probably the last one. That's what you hear one. in the uh, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame a lot of times when yeah. you're talking about music. Attitude. Bring me the real like push. Eminem was probably the last one where I'm like, this dude's got it. Uh, he's got that thing where you want to hang out with him. You want to be around this. It's amazing stuff. And, and people that always say, oh, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame shouldn't have those. Yes, they should. Like it's an attitude, and man, you can taste it. It's been a while. Maybe there is somebody out there now that's kind of got. Corey Taylor, maybe. Corey Taylor hits and misses with it. He is one of those dudes, though. But does he appeal to, like, the, I guess it's. He's got the Stone Sour stuff for the chicks. Yeah, I guess they kind of have. He's got Slipknot for the dudes. Yeah. And he's actually a very cool guy. And he's very cool. very nice. He's so fun. And at first he wasn't. Right. And something happened. He's, Corey's awesome. Hanging out with him at that. That weird uh, souvenir store we went to together. Yeah. Like an hour and a half. I was the Steelers played earlier in the day. I rode my bike over to this thing to just kind of hang out with Corey. I didn't know what we were doing. The next thing you know, we're having a blast. And I'm like, this is fun. I'm looking at, you know, toys with Corey Taylor. This isn't such a bad day. Yeah, so anyway, Van Halen Unchained. If you're, if you're a fledgling rock fan and you know Van Halen... Go back and listen. What are the other? Fair warning has uh, a mean streets. Yeah, and so this is love. Oh. One foot out the door. It, it, and it's got its first real clunkers as a band are on that album to me. Yeah. Yeah. But the, the hits are just all attitude. I miss the attitude in music. I think it's also homogenized so much. Like they did those. It, if you, you can YouTube them still. But the, the video for Unchained and So This Is Love was yeah. a live video. And it just has the stack of Marshall oh. amps behind them. <laughs> I mean, it's probably a sounded like garbage live. Yeah. Yeah. But I, you know what ruined it to me? Uh, the And it was something I love and wouldn't trade in. So I'll take that it ruined it because I like this better is uh, Apple I, iTunes. iTunes made it so everything's a single. Yeah. And nothing is uh, nurtured. Like nothing shows up as a full it's like, oh, that's a hit. Throw it out there one at a time. You don't look at like them going, you've got a hit. Let's get a few more under your belt and then really punch people with it. That, that's a great song. Making a decision Rick. on which single we release first. Yeah. 
And you got to hand it to Baba Bastard on that one. He he really <laughs> popped it in there. We didn't expect it, and there it was right there. Uh, it's 9.05, so we were going to do something, and then this came in. We were literally just dancing. There was like a peanut special in here when that song came out. It was Pigpen. We're all doing our dance. It's been a while since I've heard Unchained. Uh, uh, so let's give those tool tickets away. It's raining. I'm nervous for all of you. We haven't had uh, a really thick morning rain two days in a, a row. A little bit of fog. Long time. Kind of yeah. lifted. Yeah, not over Camelback. Can't even see the mountain right now, but it is getting a little better. Uh, so the roads are slippery. There's no reason to get you guys guessing and thinking and doing things. So how about just we make it easy and ninth caller is going to get tickets to Tool. We can do that. That's pretty sweet. I believe it's February 9th, 10th. When is that? Both. Is it two? Oh, it yeah. is the ninth and the tenth. That's ninth Super, is sold Super Bowl out. Weekend. Yeah. Ninth is sold out and tenth is uh, tickets are still available. But you're getting Man. tickets to the sold out show. Ninth and tenth over there at the Footprint Center, and we got the we got uh, waste management going that weekend. The Super Bowl going that weekend. Not here this year. But, uh, man, it's going to be a hustle-bustle down, downtown. And if you want to go ninth caller right now, go see the amazing, uh, what are they calling that thing? The sus- sus- No, no, sus- this is just Tool. Oh, it's just that's, Tool. That's Maynard's thing when he comes back for his birthday. <laughs> we uh, Was it Sasena or something like that? Sati or something Sati, like that. Yeah, I don't and, know. And uh, Brent's like, what the hell does that even mean? Sitting in here. And I'm like, uh, I think it's something meaning 60. But I didn't know the language on Portuguese or something like that. Looked it up. Susetta, I believe. Yeah, I think so. It's Italian for sixty. Don't speak it. Dummy. <laughs> don't speak it. Learn. I don't know that. Ain't, who's counting? What are you, Rosetta Stone? Now, what is this? <laughs> it's all right, Brittle Juice. Hey, I, I'm not going to stop doing this for a while. I think I enjoy the show more as another guy. In other words, I don't like myself, but being another guy, that actually works out. Being another guy who also doesn't like himself. <laughs> now being a stern wannabe makes sense. You can call me that. I get it. Our phones are dumping people. I know. It's going to crush. Crazy. So there you go. 585-9800. We're going to give you tickets to the sold-out tool show. This is a gangbusters ticket right here. And to get it this easy is rare. We're not, uh, not going to make it, but you guys have enough to think about this morning on the roads. So hop on it right now. 585-9800. Night caller, you're going to tool. <laughs> It's out of control now. That's a good one. Larry's crushing it today. Toledo's added a couple in there. This is a fun morning for music for me. Rainy day. Kind of like that. And also, you don't want to hear what I'm into because my brain won't let the uh, wannabe Stern show go away. It won't stop. It's driving me crazy in my head. Make it stop. Uh, tomorrow uh, evening, that's tomorrow, right? Yeah, tomorrow evening we're heading on over to Four Peaks for the Holmberg Bound. Uh, we're getting rid of it. Holmberg Bound is uh, on sale now at all the Four Peaks, but if you're one of those people that pre-ordered, your pickup date is tomorrow. This is your Amazon email telling you that your arrival of your new toy is almost here. Bing! It will be here tomorrow, but you got to pick it up. It's over there, uh, of course, on 8th Street between McClintock and Rural at Four Peaks. We're going to get there about 6 o'clock, leave about 8 o'clock or so. Usually end up getting stuck there, goofing around, drinking some more. Holmberg Bound is ready to go. And, of course, the proceeds from the beer and every one of them sold will go to the Arizona Humane Society, which is fantastic. And if you're one of the first 98 to pre-order, we're going to have all that stuff ready. Get your custom pint glass with the brand-new Holmberg Bound logo on it, which I really like. Loved the old one. Really like this one. Yeah, this new one. We need T-shirts. Cool. Yes, I got. I was going through my closet the other day. I got like fourteen Holmberg bound T-shirts. I'm like, what? I'm in, I thought I, I thought I was wearing the same one over and over. Uh-uh. There's a bunch of them. 
Uh, and I liked them a lot. So we got that. Arson going to give you a chance to go see uh, Limp Biscuit, Creed tickets. We got all sorts of stuff for you. So head on over there, help out the Humane Society, and be our friends at Four Peaks. And thanks to Four Peaks uh, for doing this once again for us. Holmberg Bound is out and ready to go. And it's delightful. Right now, it's time for your hot releases. The releases are upon us. And it's brought to you by our friends at NewACUnit.com. Uh, you want to get to, I, t- every time I talk to those guys, remind everybody, you got that deal. Holmberg is the promo code. They'll cut off another grand if you're trying to get a deal. And that guy that was texting me last week, $34,000 bid for his AC unit. And he's still like, this can't be right that uh, new AC unit's coming in at 14. And these guys were 34. Every We talked uh, the whole day last uh, Tuesday. So it doesn't include installation. No, it does. Dude, this can't be real. 34. And I'm like, don't do this to yourself. It's just a better thing. And again, uh, President Joe and his uh, environmental nutbags. And Gerda. Oh, and I'm the for the environment. Typical because yeah. you're the Biden <laughs> loving Jew over here. Here according, we go. According to the emailers, I'm a liberal Biden loving <laughs> Jew piece of ass. Uh, but they, they're changing some things with AC units that are going to make the manufacturing and the chemicals that go. And I don't understand it, but they're, they're changing a bunch of standards and it's going to make everything more expensive. So right now, if you need a new AC unit, do it now. Because you're going to save more now than you will down the road. The prices are inevitably going up. And that's from the guys who are at New AC Unit saying, hey, let everybody know now's the time. Because it is going to inevitably cost them some more money to get these units. So they say it. Save thousands, save time buying online at NewACUnit.com. And now that means more than ever. It's not going to be astronomical leaps, but it is going to be some more. Eventually it will cost you more. Unavoidable costs heading the direction of that industry. So right now they don't have them. If you're uh, thinking about your summer and last year you had that, eh, it's 81 in here and it won't cool any more than that. Give them at newacunit.com. Go do it. Trust me, I've done it twice in my life and it's both times. Saved me a ton of dough. Uh, who goes first? Brad I'll go first. Selena goes first. The hot releases are on you. All right, out on video games today is uh, Go Mecha Ball. This reminds me of Marble Madness when, oh, uh, yeah. when you were a kid. But apparently you get to shoot the marbles in this one. I fear that a lot of the new games, because I'm so used to uh, what I like, I'd have a seizure. Uh, I'm not susceptible to this. This one is just, this one should come with a lot of warnings. Yeah. If I couldn't watch Squid Games without a warning before that said this game has too many red flashing lights, might might seize you, this thing is a moving seizure. I'd be out so quick in this game. (laughs) Brady wouldn't last. What do you mean I died? I'm not even holding the controller yet. What, what happened? Yes, you are, actually. That's This is the controller? Are you still in the snow in Red Yeah, Dead? what game did you get stuck on? Red Dead, Red Red Dead Redemption 2. During the tutorial. He couldn't make it out. Tutorial? Yeah, well, you know when they walk you through yeah. and teach you how to walk? He's, he died. I didn't know how to walk. I yeah. stayed in the snow for years. <laughs> it's almost like they knew. Like, yeah, he froze to death in one yep. of them. <laughs> Kept freezing to death, yeah. if I remember. Brady, how did you, how did you, you've been playing, no, you've only no, been playing for two minutes. the shack is over here. Yeah, he couldn't get out of that stream to walk there and then try and ride. right, the guy yells at you yeah. to tell yeah. you where to get go. Get over here. No, <laughs> why are you going? Brady's standing in a stream of freezing water and his I'm guy trying. just goes, Ooh, and he wilts and dies. <laughs> I did eventually get out, but I didn't go past um, killing all the wolf. Uh, the wolves that attacked. Well, There's like three I'll of them. I'll tell you this. I had to redo that over and over. That was also because, and now that may have been at home, but here we set you uh, on a pattern to be on the third level. Somebody right. got in their thing, and you started, wh- this was this was crack to a baby. You should not have had that. And uh, you got some wolves around you when you weren't able to make it out of the cabin. <laughs> the best part was when he tried to get, it wasn't John Marston in Red Dead 2, but... 
Avery was trying to get in the cabin. I was walking in the wall. And then yeah. for some reason, what? Oh, this no, is stupid. No. <laughs> the first time I ever played Tiger Woods golf with Brady. And Brady's a good golfer in real life. And we started to play Tiger Woods golf on the thing. And he's shanking. Well, that's, that would never happen. That would never happen. I'm like, what do you mean that would never happen? Well, you can't, I would never hit that ball like that. Well, you're not playing real golf. <laughs> right. It so doesn't know you. Chunks one out of that the thing. Yeah, it doesn't, doesn't know that know you. you're It knows what you're doing to it. Oh, come on! <laughs> it's impossible! And I forget who was playing with you. Just stripes a drive like 325. What'd you do there? <laughs> Next shot. Kunk! Tiger's getting pissed. <laughs> Brady's, Brady's not built for the no, modern day. No, 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 Green yeah. Yeah, Follow me. Where are you going? Also out on video games today is uh, the latest edition of Tekken. This is Tekken 8. It's a classic fighting game. It's a bunch of Japanese people will be Tekken. That's right. Bandai. I don't know who you are. I don't know what you want. But I assume you're Japanese or Chinese or something. And you will be Tekken. I think this one you can, you can fight as Kirby in this one. Not what do you Brady's mean? daughter. But oh, it's the, the, actual the little pink blob one. You think Kirby would do well in a Tekken fight? <laughs> so giant. Oh, Jesus, man. <laughs> but again, anything over 5'4 is a giant. Yeah, right. yeah. She's six foot. She loves hearing her father broadcast. <laughs> My daughter is giant. Oh, yeah, that's tender. What a loving heart. Heavy hands. I'll give Kazuya a nice smack in the face. Yeah. You're right, Kirby would do well in it. Huh? Speak Japanese, you need the uh, yeah, subtitles. Need that was terrible. All right, out on uh, Netflix this week is uh, Griselda starring Sofia Vergara. I'll watch it. Three Very dramatic. Which the estate, you know, this is uh, hyping it up. The Griselda oh, yeah, they're estate are very upset that this is one they're trying to shut it down. Griselda is the queen of drug trade, right? Yeah, she's, she's one of the top. Deadly. Modern Family LM stars as an executive producer in this, inspired by a true story limited series about Griselda Blanco, a Colombian businesswoman who became the godmother of one of the most profitable What was her nickname? She had a great nickname. Oh, yeah, something, widow or something. Here's the problem with this I'm having. I swear. Sofia Vergara as Griselda, the world's worst woman. Uh, I'm going to root for her. Yeah, a little bit. Because she's so incredibly pretty. She was a black widow. Black widow. I have a new cocaine queen of Miami. That I like. See, one of them was the butcher. But she wasn't as hot as Sofia Vergara is. No, no. It was like I was looking at pictures of that too. When they made uh, Selma Hayek that uh, unibrowed lady, Frida. Frida. I'm like. She's still hot. This doesn't work out when you're you're trying to make her an outcast and stuff. She's terrible looking. I know Frida was. That's what I'm saying. Selma Who? The 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 real Brazil. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You don't want Selma Hayek playing that. She's too pretty. Uh, Also on Netflix this week is Six Nations Full Contact. It is about Europe's biggest rugby tournament. Six Nations is the tournament to decide the best team in Europe. Rugby is prone. It's doggy dog. These dudes are badass. Yeah. When you go off, they gave him... I'm not going to be at war. I feel like you are going off to war sometimes. Oh, Scottish. Embrace it all. Embrace it all. Uh, just beast. Look at those jackals, man. Uh, 
Take the helmets form. away. Take, Take the, the helmets, helmets away, away, and they won't have head injuries. Hey, that's one thing Pete Carroll did during Legion of Boom days. He brought in rugby guys to show them yeah, how to tackle. How to properly tackle yep. without breaking your neck. And those, Chancellor would just light people yeah. up. Are those guys stars, like the NFL stars here over there? Rugby? I mean, yeah. Not, in not as big as New Zealand they New are. Zealand. Are they? Okay. Yeah. Or South Africa, New yeah. Zealand. Okay. The All Blacks in New Zealand are like gods. Yeah, wow. I think in Europe it's still soccer is the big stars, oh, okay. but I don't I'm know. I'm sure they rugby. have some superstars, though. They're. Yeah. Rugby's Australia, New Zealand. Yeah, New Zealand is the one. When I was down in Australia, that's all there was. Is yeah. Aussie rules and rugby was going on at the same time. It was nonsense. Crazy. Uh, also, the last one I have on Netflix is uh, Master of the Universe Revolution, the animated series. This is the uh, uh, teaser trailer for that. Conquering 10,000 worlds to home my horde. And on every planet, there has always been a hero. The one. Amen. There's a far greater power. The new He-Man's outfit stinks. Even the power of This isn't the Kevin Smith thing, is it? No. No. Tonight, we witness the dawn of a new Eternia. No, no, no. It's time for a revolution. No, that's not Skeletor's voice. No changing it. No changing it. Man. Give him the real one. It's time for a revolution. Hello, He-Man. It's almost SpongeBob if he were evil. It really is. Jealous? Yeah, it's Lovitz and SpongeBob <laughs> Skeletor. It's evil Lovitz SpongeBob. Uh, on FX and Hulu, I remember my mom watching this miniseries in like the late 70s. Yeah, my Shogun. mom. And re- reading Shogun. the book. It's, uh, so they've redone it. Is that the Richard Chamberlain yep. show? Yeah. Yep. Uh, Shogun on FX. Also going to be a limited series. Of rituals. I noticed a little something, something a little special about your releases today. I have to be, uh, Brady, I don't know if you've seen it. A lot of Chinese, Chinese stuff, a lot of Chinese, lot of Asia, oriental sir. stuff, Asia, I think oriental things, and I'm not a big fan of that. I, I have to tell you, I think as your friend is over there in China. I know, We're, she's over there, and I'll talk sense to she. That'll be fine, but I don't know if I like all these Chinese things. I look at you as a lip cuck, trying to indoctrinate everybody into oriental things. Some kind of virus is going to happen. I saw him in his office eating cup of noodle. <laughs> Oh, noodle. I had the original. I don't know what you had, but I know it was probably filled with the Chinese flu. <laughs> and the secret. Is Shogun good, though, or is it I, I don't even remember. I remember it was an 80s series, right? Yeah. Like the really mini, dramatic. Yeah. yeah, like late 70s, early 80s. And it's a love story between like a white settler and a Chinese girl. Yeah, I guess so. Chinese? I get that. I can see Shogun is Japanese. Come I on don't now. Care. Come on now. Whatever it is, it's boring. <laughs> And also, uh, back when our parents liked it, they didn't have Pornhub. I can watch an Asian girl bang a white guy every day. True. Uh, I don't need to find the love part. That's boring. On Prime this week is a new series called Expats, uh, starring Nicole Kidman. And I just sometimes want to be alone. It is uh, an adaption of Y.K. Lee's novel, The Expatriates, set in 2014 Hong Kong. Follows three American women. Here we go again. I told you. (laughs) Lives intersect with a tragedy and explores blurred lines between victimhood and culpability. That's a big word for you, sir. Culpability. I know all the words, big and small. (laughs) 
and I know Biggs. The help the drivers and makes everything. And these hot releases brought to you by the color yellow. This is family. <laughs> you know you always say that, right? Okay, well, <laughs> hey, stick around, sir. I've got one more for you. I don't know what you're doing, but I don't like it. Out on Apple TV Plus is uh, Masters of the Air about uh, the war in the Pacific. Okay, here Must we go. Be a Biden guy. I wonder who wins at the end of this in this Biden drenched hot release. Finally, victory. Do we win this one, in, or is this rewriting history where we bow to the overlords of Japan? Tom Hanks and Steven Spielberg's uh, version of Band of Brothers for the Pacific. Basically, Elvis is in it. You were the first yep. pilot. Austin, whatever his name is. You are in charge of 35 planes and 350 air. I should go and crush me some Japanese. Don't you die on me before I get over there. Yeah, I'm a man. I'm a man. I remind you that now. I'm a man. That Austin kid that played Elvis. I don't know. That dude isn't the biggest star on the planet. A, the Elvis thing was amazing. But that's a handsome son bitch right there. He makes the ladies kind of stop talking. I noticed that at my house. He's been on TV in the middle of a conversation. And and then everything gets quiet for a second. He's a good looking man. Uh, And when you're looking at me and he's on TV... Yeah, <laughs> the variance is large, so there's like a really like now I know what ugly is. I asked Megan that the other day because she took a picture of the dogs and I was in the background. I'm like, when you look at that, you actually, you I know you do. You say to yourself, Jesus, he's right. He's horrendous. <laughs> I don't do that. You do deep down. You, do. you look at pictures and you're like, ugh, look at him. Yeah, you don't get all tingly when you see me. Nobody's tingling like when they see me. It's <laughs> yeah. disgusting. Uh, lastly, I have uh, the Underdogs, a Snoop Dogg's uh, movie that's I out saw this Friday. A preview for this deal. It's coaching Little League football. I'm Jason, yep. two J's Jennings. I was a football legend. But once you reach the mountaintop of greatness, everybody wants to see you fall. We got hit by a bus. Two J's just got smoked. Damn! You pled guilty to charges of speeding and damage to city property. I oh, recommend they got T boned by a bus. The Long Beach Recreations Department. I thought I was getting like some Martha Stewart kind of treatment. You too good for the community that raised you. From the depths of the sea back to the oh, Whatever he does, I'll watch. Now that he's a sellout, it's even better. Jason, two J. Bad news, Your new head coach. Leggy. Let me get a picture with y'all real quick for Twitter. Some of y'all gonna get some girlfriends, but this right here. Kareem Tyson. I've been trying to get back to touch. Mike Epps. Mike Epps robs him. All right. Mike Epps is always. So it's the urban mighty ducks. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That's what this is. Now I want to watch that with that title. I'm going to coach me a hockey team with the urban mighty ducks. (laughs) Call ourselves the urban mother. (laughs) Two J's. Yeah. All right. So that's out on Friday. It's going to be terrible because basically it's little giants with Snoop Dogg. Yes. I got sense to coaching some children. Shizzle, dizzle, catch a ball. It's a redemption story, Snoop. All right. No judge is going to make you coach <laughs> Little League football after you damage a bus with your Lamborghini. <laughs> Too good for the community that raised you. He's driving a Lamborghini. He's not hanging around that community anymore. Yeah, the answer to that question should be, yeah, I'm too yeah. good. You're right. That's why I don't live there no more. <laughs> right. All right. Is this the last one? Alkaline? That's mine. Oh, that's you. I've seen the band. All right, uh, Brett, go ahead. All right. On the music side, uh, Alkaline Trio are back. This is the title track to their latest one. Blood, Hair, and Eyeballs. Great album name. Another Steve Cavalera. 
Who's this? Skater. Oh, he's a 90-year-old skateboarder. He's like, he's like Tony Hawk era. Oh, no kidding. Yeah, he skated with Tony Hawk. He did not age as well. Wow, he didn't age as well. No kidding. Tony Hawk's grandpa. Can he still rip it up? Oh, yeah. Supposed to be this melodic. It's a little daisy punk. Oh, okay. Yeah, they're big on, on uh, Alt-Right. It's catchy enough. I'm not a huge fan of I can of skate that. to this. All right, uh, this is Jenner. Uh, Never uh, Say Die. Bruce? <laughs> is it? Not oh, wait, much. I got the wrong thing. I'm sorry. Whoa. They got a girl drummer. That's a girl. That's a girl. Maybe it is. They're all gems. All girls. Yeah, it's all girls. It is all girls. That one's got Zach Wilde's hair. Oh, here we go with Jenner. They're pretty, I think. They can play. Great hair. Every one of them has Sebastian Bach's hair. Sebastian was her prettier. Yeah, I would say. <laughs> girl Sebastian was the hottest yeah. thing ever. No singing. Maybe not. It could be. Nice double bass, sir. Yeah. Cool rip so far. Bring me some words, Jenner. It's normal to be a woman. It's the wrong Jenner. Do they have words, Brett? I'm bloated. I didn't get that far in. I just checked to see if they were... Mustaine? <laughs> Did Mustaine transition? Well, yeah, he kicked uh, Elson out of the band. Right. He's like, all right. Became a woman. Now look at me. Hello, me. Meet the real me, a girl. I had my dick filleted and stuffed inside. Now I'm a girl called Jenner. How's it feel, Dave? Nice. <laughs> My orgasms are more internalized than emotional. Their second single's Butterflied. Yeah. <laughs> Butterfly screwed. All right. Stuff it inside. Bottom out. <laughs> oh. All he does. Dave Mustaine transitions and sings about a guy bottoming out. <laughs> That's when I felt the bottom out. Bottom out. Out of KY. <laughs> Use some spit. We're out of KY, yeah. Bottoming out inside of a rock star. All right, this is uh, White Chapel. They have a live album out, and this is Lost Boy. Yeah, that one's live. Be easy with me. It's my first time. There's a guy in here yesterday that would love this song. Oh, that was Marcus. Yeah, Marcus used to work here. Whitechapel is something a friend of mine likes. Uh, I think it's Whitechapel. He wears a shirt and he likes it. But, uh, it's not terrible. No. For their barking. There they are. 
Thanks. Thanks make out a I pulled this works. one up for uh, Brady. This is Katie Kirby. Ooh. And this is table. 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 Category. He prepares a table for oh me. Oh, my God. <laughs> about you, Brady. It's Kirby wrote a song about daddy. It's a table, table to sit down and eat. It's an unused table. What a waste. At a 12-step meeting, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> She's a lonely nun. Aren't all nuns lonely? Yeah, no. Oh, she's a Mennonite with an axe. Nun with a pickaxe. Maybe she's just a prospector. Prospector Nun. I like Nunn. how you thought that was a pickaxe. Yeah, like Pro- Prospector Nun is a good name. What is it? I didn't even see what it really was. It's a hoe. Oh, was it? Like a hoe. Hey, hey, hey. So she's a, a nun for crying out loud. <laughs> All right. Uh, this one I'm kind of, I was kind of waiting on. Static X, Product Regeneration Volume 2 hit stores. And uh, this is, is it Ostigo Placebo? Yeah, Ostigo Placebo. And this is with, uh, this is an old Wayne. No, this is, this is what I'd say. Or zero. Zero. The robot. Okay. It's a cool visual on stage, though. Hand it to Static X for keeping this going. Yeah. That's one of those bands I never thought could go on without their lead singer, but they're pulling it off. And the cool part is, oh, almost. The cool part is, is pretending like they rebuilt Wayne as a robot yeah. and not having a new lead singer rhythm. Okay, I love this. And the cool thing is, it's the classic lineup all back together. And they didn't steal his vocals for any of this? There's, there's been some vocals they put on the last regeneration. Oh, wow. But if you listen to dope stuff, he sounds a lot like Wayne too. Yeah. All right, I want to see him in concert yeah, now. Pretty good. Need them for you fest. Did we just miss them, or did they? Yeah, they were here. Yeah. Who were they here with? It's dope and somebody else. Fest. Yeah, be great. They got the new stuff out, and that brings us to the game that is sweeping the nation. N word or F word? And today is Meek Mill. Is again? No, no, I think Brady. Dreams and nightmares. Yeah. Brady was the winner. Meek Mill Ooh, uh, bailed new, out of jail by uh, Patriots era. owner Robert Kraft. Trump had something to do with that, too, didn't he? Always. Right. Blacks love me. <laughs> Help them get out of jail. That's what I... Biden just puts them in, and I get them out. I'll go angry N-word. Angry no, he's going angry N-word. Toledo, you were the last winner before that. Uh, I'll go F-word. I'm going to go F-word. I'm going to go straight up friendly N-word. Right. Yeah. Yeah, not angry. I don't see really? that as angry. She trying to bless me like I said at you, like a N-word sneeze. That's very friendly. That's very friendly. <laughs> You're right, yep. That's, it's like a bless you? Yeah, a bless you, like he said little, at you. A little bless N-word, you? Yeah. but I'm lion-hearted. 
As, that's right. <laughs> Three, four crackers in here trying that to figure exactly this out. That's exactly right, Brett. Trying to decipher everything. That is fabulous. Fantastic. We need President John on the horn yeah. when we do this. <laughs> We're like CWA, crackers with yeah. attitude. <laughs> it's almost like when Carson uh, tried to figure out modern things. Like We're digging them up. And, yeah. I, I didn't understand what McMill had to say. And like, now I like an N-word sneezed, N-word please. That's interesting. <laughs> That's words. good stuff. Yes. There's some, some poetry right here. Very scary, yeah, Greg. Very scary. My, my F word. You should have played it a little later. <laughs> this lyric says, all foreign bitches menagen, effing, sucking, and swallowing anything for a dollar. Uh, tell me they got them. I got them. That's good stuff, Meek Mill. That's good. That's why Robert Kraft likes you so much. I did S with Mariah. Yeah. Is that what that said? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> As the owner of the Patriots, I have to say, <laughs> Meek Mill is a good friend. Anyway, well, there you go. Nicely done. Hot release. Uh, also, Meek Mill, known as the guy, according to Wayne, and I've heard this before too, who was running out of Will Smith's house once when Will came home and may nice. or may not have been on top of. Something Will loves. I'll Will just leave it. There. I'll leave it there. I don't know any of the details, so I'm not sure. Could have been that's, a t- that's a Tuesday at the. Could have been Jaden. Could have been Jaden. Could have been Jaden. <laughs> you seen the meme going around of Will Smith on a on a mallard? No. Cuck on a duck. Uh, okay, that's fine. <laughs> Damn it! I hate laughing at good stuff like that. Uh, it's 9:50. There you go. That uh, is the hot release segment of the show. Brought to you by our friends at NewACUnit.com. Save thousands. Save time. Wait a minute, I did it wrong. And I do this all the time. Oh, buy online. Buy online. Yeah, that's right. Save thousand save time, buy online. Newacunit.com. I don't know why I got that backwards. <laughs> You've been changing a lot of products up lately. Oh, man, am I been stupid. <laughs> I wrote a whole commercial and changed the name of the product because I thought I was real clever with the wording. And I confused myself and made wilderness athletes lean life get lean. I put the whole thing together. like, that was great work, Johnny. I get a call. I get in the car. I'm like, oh, wait a minute. Did I just write the whole thing wrong? <laughs> Confused myself into a better product name. Like, it's not called that. What are you doing? Like, I'm an idiot. Uh, there you go. Uh, those are the hot releases. It's 98 KUPD. It's out of control now. 98 morning sickness. It's time now for the entertainment drill. It is uh, brought to you by our friends over there at reactdefense.com. It is the home of tactical black self-defense training. And I've told you a billion times, you got to protect yourself from those goons. Make sure there's no goons in your area. By the way, every uh, Gilbert mom out there could use a little tactical black in their lives because it teaches you first and foremost how to de-escalate a situation. Boy, are you guys in need of that. Calm down. Bad things have happened. We all admit it. Let's not go crazy and make them worse. By losing our minds. How about that? Uh, you got all this stuff going on with their corp- or their seminars and things like that. So if you want to do that, but uh, for the ladies, one thing I highly recommend is uh, office place. Uh, get a bunch of people from your office together and do your own private thing and uh, get on over there. And Because FBI stat, weird things more likely to occur in your office than anywhere else in your day. You're there the most. Uh, you've got, uh, you know, pressures and things like that. Some people snap. And the most likely place you're going to encounter violence in your life is your workplace. Not weird. True, though. It makes a lot of sense when you think about it. It's like they say car accidents are more likely to happen within 10 miles of your house. Well, of course they are. 
your house is home based. You've got to go those ten Mostly miles. You're do. always within ten miles of your house, and then when you're not, you have to go out ten miles to do it. So it makes a lot of sense. And there's a lot of weird stuff in the world that you can sit back and say, "Well, I think I know that. I think I know that." But do you know how to handle yourself? When those weird things do happen. And a lot of that's just getting the hell out of there. Teaching you different ways to get through crowds, different ways to get through situations, and different ways to make sure that you and the people you care about are taken care of and are not victims when somebody's trying to make you one. Don't take the job those bad guys are offering. And they'll show you exactly what I'm talking about the first day. ReactDefense.com. Phoenix, Glendale, and Chandler. It's the home of Tactical Black Brady Entertainment. The uh, Golden Raspberry Award nominees were announced yesterday. There were some bad movies last year. Uh, there were. The Expendables 4 leads the Razzies with seven nominations. The Exorcist Believer and Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey are tied for second with five each. Wow. That's a shame. The winners will be announced uh, Saturday, March 9th, the night before the Oscars. I was so, rooting and for And the Oscar uh, nominations were just released uh, this morning. I was rooting for Winnie the Pooh. Still never seen it. To be good. And then all the reviews came back so awful. that Did the Oscars get announced this morning? Yeah, I got yeah. them right here. What are they? What's uh, that? Best picture is American Fiction, Anatomy of a Fall. Never heard of it. Barbie. Barbie got nominated for Best Picture. For best Picture. Well, there you go. And Best Actor. Nod went to, uh, oh no, Best, yeah, he's in there. You're who, reading it. Who he, Ken. Yeah, I was just looking on. Um, Ken, who's. What's. Uh, Ryan Gosling. Ryan Gosling. Yep. <laughs> what are you looking at that is so confusing? Oh, your the phone. List of, yeah. Oh. Well, doesn't it just say Ryan it's Gosling, best down. actor? Ken? Did DiCaprio get in there? Uh, Killers of the Flower Moon is yeah. for best picture. Oppenheimer, Poor Things. Uh, actor is uh, Bradley, Bradley Cooper. Uh, Coleman Domingo and Rustin Paul Giamatti. Cillian Murphy and Oppenheimer, no. Jeffrey Wright and American What's Fiction. the movie that uh, that uh, dude shows his penis in and everybody's lost their minds? But oh, Salt, Salt Water? Burn? Salt Burn. Yeah. Salt Burn. Uh, not on this list. Mark Ruffalo and Ryan Gosling, Robert Downey Jr., Robert De Niro, and Sterling K. Brown for supporting actor. Jeez. Actress is Annette Benning in Nyad, uh, Killers of the Flower Moon, Lily Gladstone. Sandra Huller, Carrie Mulligan, and Maestro, and Emma Stone in Poor Things. Yeah. A couple of massive names in there. Yeah. Jodie Foster for Supporting Actor in Nyad. Well, I hope Barbie wins Best Picture and makes everything just a joke now. I, it, nothing makes sense. So might as well just put Barbie up there. And sure, see Scorsese. Just amazing, immediately yeah. put the camera on Scorsese after Barbie wins Best Picture. Because he'll, he'll probably hang himself right then and there. Yep. Scorsese, Brett's boy, is uh, up for Killers of the Flower Moon for director. Oppenheimer for Christopher Nolan. I think I think Scorsese could release home movies and get nominated for an Academy Award. It's Absolutely. Just, he just yeah. got that. As long as it's three and a half hours in yeah. length. Three hours in He loves it. Home movies. I don't know. I came over to his house. He filmed me for 25 minutes. I guess I'm a character in a home movie. <laughs> Best actor. Eh? Wasn't acting. That's not acting? No, it's the Scorsese barbecue. Hey, somebody want to pass this stuff? This stuff has no flavor. I don't know. I made it. I thought it was done. Watch your cholesterol, Joe. Watch it. This soft summer. They're concerned about Who wants more health. meat? Who wants more meat? <laughs> ah, Marty's on the grill. I like what I'm seeing there. Ah. I don't like this. Everything's got to be pureed. <laughs> Grillers of the summer night. <laughs> 
BuzzFeed put together a list of other planned TV show reboots that got canceled. You might not remember, but there was a reboot of Murder, She Wrote, starring Octavia Spencer. I do not remember that. I remember that. Did Pat Summerall ever tell us about it? Tonight on Black Murder, She Wrote. <laughs> a present-day reboot of Clueless with Dion Davenport as the main character instead of Cher. Oh, I'd watch that. I don't know which one that is. Uh, Alicia Silverstone was Cher. Yeah, and then the other one was uh, the girl that is on Alicia Fox Chabert? News. No, the, no, 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 she wasn't in that. Oh, that's Mean Girls. Sorry. Yeah, on, uh, she's the one that goes on Fox News and makes everybody mad. Oh, the... Uh, yeah. Uh, well, I, I can't remember her name. You know about. what I'm saying. Yep. There was a relaunch of The Simple Life. This happened in 2007, but instead of Paris Hilton and Nicole Richie, it would have been Kelly Osborne and Kimberly Stewart. Kelly quit after filming the pilot in 2007 because she said it was too demeaning to others. Yeah. A reboot of Coach. What? Craig T. Nelson? Craig T. Nelson, set 18 years after the original series. Was Bill Foggerbocky still in it? Dumber. Voice of Patrick? It would have to be Craig T. Nelson again. Otherwise, why? Yeah, it was the wife? return of Craig T. Nelson. Oh, so he's in it. Okay. Yeah. And Shelley Fabre? The Doesn't wife? Say. Oh, man. A Charlie's Angels reboot called Angels 88, starring Tia Leone and uh, Sandra Canning. Huh. There is an L.A. Law revival with the return of Blair Underwood. It got canceled. It wouldn't today. They reboot everything now. Back yeah. then, they actually were like, man, we don't have any meat on this bone. Let's not do it. And the black metal band uh, called Martyrdom. Apologize. Hold on, hold on. Not like that. You know what? That sounds worse. But okay, thank black you. metal's different. Than, it's a genre, right? Not right. A black metal is different metal than black band. metal. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Seven dust. No, 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 no. Living color. Different. They issued a formal apology. Uh, they want. They apologize to vegans, Muslims, and other minority groups. We may have offended to anyone who was harmed by our act. They were passing around a live pig's head around the concert during Well, it wasn't live if it was Or I mean an uh, actual pig's head <laughs> during the live performance. <laughs> Don't defend us. No, your mouth started to form a word. Your mouth started to form a word. I'm not a reals, a real pig's Realsies, head. Realsies, we get it. We under, we understood that it was real, but the live part was <laughs> Quite dead. Quite dead. Very dead, usually. Bodiless things. Not live anymore. It's pretty easy to... How about instead of saying I'm offending vegans and uh, Muslims and stuff, just decent human beings who don't want severed pig's head at a rock show. Sorry we offended anyone. I mean, if you're not offended when someone hands you a severed pig's head, you are a problem. Yeah. Hey, pass it down, bro. Cool. Nope. Nope. Nothing about that's good. And I don't think uh, Muslims are a mi uh, minority group. There's a lot of them, aren't no, there? No, they're the a minority group. Yeah, just here in the United States, there are a lot of them. <laughs> Jesus Christ. We better stop this. You know how majority and minority <laughs> yeah. work, right? I'm pretty sure they're they're dominating. In the world, perhaps. But yeah. Not here. <laughs> There's a lot of them. I'm isolating that. Forever. I'm pretty sure they're not a minority group. Everywhere I go, muzzies, muzzies. No, they're a minority. Here. I'm one majority. Are you going to say they're the majority in the United wow. States? 
No, not in the United States. Well, that's who we're talking about. Clarify. Yeah, Yeah, I didn't know where the concert was. (laughs) (laughs) Unless it was in Saudi Arabia. I think there's a lot of black metal going around Riyadh right now. No, it was a club in Houston, Texas. Yeah, there you go. That's the one. Hello, Brady. With the way Biden has treated the border, (laughs) probably a lot more Muslims in Houston than there used to be. Yeah, check the population. They're a majority now. Brady's right. (laughs) Check the facts. Check the Brady facts. Brady is basically WikiLeaks. Oh, no, wait. That's his diaper. (laughs) I'm pretty sure there's a lot of them. (laughs) Anyway, the live pig head uh, pissed off all the majority Muslims. I I'll Akbar, by the way, because I'm running for president. I want to make sure I get the majority in there. Uh, it's 10-11. That's it. We're done. You guys have yourselves a glorious Wednesday. We're going to get a cool washcloth and touch Brady with it. We're all done. Have a lovely day. Larry's next. Bye. It's out of control now.